Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and the new Christian alternative to spirit animals. Spirit fruit. No. My name is Michael no, Basinger. <laughs> With no. me are Matt Polly, hey. uh, Brad Pickens, yes, and Joshua Casey. Yo. And together we are the Inglorious Pastors. Brad's on assignment this week. Brad's away on assignment. Um, uh, real quick, what's your what's your spirit fruit? I'm not even answering that question, so no. Plantain, if you know what I mean. It's passion fruit. Black raspberries. Josh. The red plum. Oh, man. Good. Yeah, send us your, your tweet us your, uh, no, don't. your spirit just, fruit. Just ignore this entire part. No. <laughs> at Bastards Podcast and at Polly named Matt. So no, don't, um, don't tag start. me. Yeah, so uh, let's go. Let's, let's start off with um, the word of the Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a new segment. We don't have theme mu- it's music. Not, for it's it. not going to last much. It's longer. not going to last no. very many times. So don't bother. But Pickens, Pickens did find a good one, so we'll uh, we'll read this one. All right, here we go. Uh, this is from the uh, Holy Gospel of Matthew. Um, not all dim fools that say to me, "OG, OG," will enter into the kingdom of heaven, but the thug who do the will of my daddy who be sent in heaven. Many will tell me in that day, "OG, OG," didn't we prophesy in your name? In your name, cast out demons, and in your name, do enough mighty works. Then I'm going to tell them, I never knew you, bitch. Get the fuck away from me, you who work iniquity. Hear, this is, hear the word of the uh, Lord. Thanks be to God. <laughs> thanks be to God. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the Don't overall, say we're not a Christian podcast. <laughs> the latent racism in that. Uh, <laughs> is the holy bedazzle. And how that uh, kind of came together. Is, yeah. I literally just listened to another podcast ep- um, episode about uh, cultural appropriation. I feel, I feel like that's what that is. <laughs> well, that's yeah. why that's why we have to change spirit animal to spirit fruit. Uh, yes, that's true. Is because spirit animals cultural appropriation. So yeah. trying to clean it up. All right, here, right. Let's get out of this. Yeah, good idea. Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey. Cracking up a, cracking open, a cracking open a can of beer. Right. Urban urban chestnut. Urban chestnut. They are good. Um, this is the Schnicker Fritz. Schnickle 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 Fritz. Schnickle Fritz. Schnickle Fritz. Yeah. just yeah. putting on the Schnickle just Fritz. Turn it over on the side there so you can read it better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll do that. I don't think I've ever drank a can <laughs> of beer out of with like this top that pops off. Yeah, the wide thing. mouth cans. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah, it's actually kind of nice. I kind of yeah. wish this? more people would do Budweiser? this. Budweiser? Mm-hmm. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who I made still, it. I still think their Zwickle is better, but this stuff is this amazing is good. as well. This Zwickle is good. I think I had that the other night at the Indian Eleven game, actually. No. Now that I think about it. They, I haven't had oh, a beer shit, from them. That I didn't good. like. It costs like nine dollars. Yeah, but they're not. They're yeah. not cheap. So yeah. if you're ever around St. Louis or somewhere where you can actually get beer, is that where it's from? And you yeah. like beer that has a squirrel on the? Label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. It's just a Bavarian. It's a vice beer. It's yeah, really good. It's tasty. Yeah, it is. So we have an Icelandic beer we may get around to later. Also, also. good. Yeah, if yeah. we do that, we need to definitely talk about it. Because okay. last, I think the last time we had a different beer, we didn't, didn't even talk about it. The last time I was here, you invited me to drink beer that had tomato and hot sauce. Oh, in God. It. That was and, fucking uh, terrible. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. I, I forgot you missed that. <clears throat> or Brad missed that. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't say he missed it. Well, no. He wasn't here for it. I don't did think he, he did. Did he ever it. try the green pepper beer? I think he took it home with him, actually. I don't know if he ever did or not. 
I don't God, know. God, that was terrible, too. Ugh. All right. Yeah, that was bad. This beer is good, though. This is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this round is on the Pastards Pub. Literally. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if you'd Cheers. like to mm. buy us around, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. We offer exclusive episodes of the after show, Pastards Pub Crawl, the Turd Talk, and then um, at any level, you can access the Pastards Pub. It's a closed Facebook group where we talk about life, spirituality, and everything else. We need to do live videos so you can do a video of you putting a condom on a banana. Oh, I forgot to do that. Um, yeah. We need to do that. Last episode. Was there some confusion it's about sex, that? sex talk with Uncle Mike. Oh, yeah. My gosh. L- yeah. Lenny hasn't had the sex talk yet. Yeah. Well, why limit yourself to a banana? There's all kinds of different fruit out there. Of different sizes and shapes. <laughs> uh, plant, plantains. Plantains. Pineapple. Ooh. Hey, that, that is my safe word. That's a callback from last week. I yeah. said you didn't even hear there, about there's it. There's one in my fridge right now, and I can't you know, look at it. <laughs> I can't make eye contact make with it. No, I can't make eye contact it's, with it. No, the, the mere fact that you have a safe word means that I can't make contact with you anymore. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, it's for my safety. I see. So, are, you, um, are you scared? Do you need uh, Do you need a place to stay? No, tonight? I'm fine as long as I say pineapple enough times. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got to be the right tone of pineapple too. <laughs> <laughs> um, just let that go. Let's just move on. All right. Things discussed in the pub this week: having the talk, which we just yeah. talked about. Um, I watched Blazing Sal's with Lenny today. That's Madeline Connor lingerie. That's sort of. That's kind of the talk. Kind of. Did you pause it to explain anything? No. Or no, no. I, did, I did explain that. Uh, did you make weird eye contact? I did explain, what was happening? I did explain the, the joke where he says, the joke where he opens the book, or Lamar opens the law book and says, see land snatching, land, 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 see snatch. <laughs> so I had to pause and explain to him why that was a joke. <laughs> He's like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> yes. Um, we also talked about uh, how to use the pride reaction on Facebook. It's not just for everything, but yeah. I think it is. Yeah. Um, See, Pickens, Facebook is this thing. It's a social network. I was still trying to figure out if it was your job as a dad to explain to your son what a snatch was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, you know what? As his father, like, you have failed miserably. You know, so we're as not- his stepfather, I need to take control and do this. It's a long-going you know, can- joke that Brad Pickens is, is Lenny's dad. Yeah. Jude, Jude's anyway, here. hi, buddy. We Thank also you. want Jude to know. Yeah. Apparently. Yes. Yeah. No, I can hear the CPS people like pulling up right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you been watching Blazing Saddles in this house? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, anyway, continue. Um, self harm amongst the LGBTQ youth. Yeah, I think there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, some re- someone reported that their pastor told the congregation that iPhones are sending people to hell. So. I'm not an Apple person either. So Don't you have uh, an iPhone? <laughs> what no, is that? No. Um, Samsung. It's a Samsung, something rather. Some Samsung piece of shit. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a quote from a movie. I don't know. It's not. Um, what beer you have in your fridge right now? What do you have in your in your fridge right now? Me? Yeah. It's what beer. don't you um, have in your fridge right now? That's right. <laughs> I have a wide variety of beer in my fridge. Um, Any specifics? I've got some Orval, which is fantastic. Mm. It's a that's Lovely good. Belgian beer, uh, Rogue Hot Tub uh, Scholarship Lager. Mm. Really, really oh, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That See, we had good. The, That's yeah, right. Uh, North Coast Scrimshaw. I don't think I've had that. Oh, North Coast good. is good. good. North good Coast stuff. is good. I feel like I had something from them, uh, but I don't remember what it was. Got some uh, New Day Breakfast Magpie, which isn't a beer. Oh, it's oh, there. That's That's the, uh, I've been to the place God, that makes so it. Yeah, up in Fountain Square. It's good. Yeah, good stuff. They make good stuff. 
that's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. What do you got? When yours, Matthew? Uh, well, we had these the uh, the upper uh, urban chestnut. We've got the Icelandic okay. beer, and I've got some got an Oberon in there still. Okay. And a couple of just some variety of the Sam Adams IPA pack. Yeah. Still so. Uh, got some Taxman, their Saison, uh, the green label one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. And I think one more of their gold standard left. And then just a bunch of PBR for whenever I don't give a shit. Yeah. Which is all the time. Which is all the time <laughs> now. So actually, yeah. like it works out the, well. The crippling depression has set yeah. into the yeah, point the, where the, <laughs> the amount of shits given around this table is like at a negative, <laughs> we're at a negative number. Negative at this point. shits given. Yeah. Like I, if, if I were to put a number on it, I would say it's like fourteen. Negative, negative four shits given. Yeah, and that's on a good day, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have, and I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to say it. Um, I don't have a whole lot of beer. I don't drink a whole lot of beer Smear outside of the ice. podcast. No, it's not Smirnoff. <laughs> um, it's it's twisted tea. Have you ever equally had that? bad? Yeah. It's it's shit. <laughs> I, I I bought it thinking I bought it thinking I'm gonna tea tea and alcohol. I could use some like Long Island iced tea. It's nothing like that. Just make it's it actually all, just tea with alcohol Island in it. It's it's malt liquor. It's shit. Yeah. It's, malt liquor all that is stuff, shit. All that stuff's malt liquor. Yeah, that is... I will say this, though. The Mike's Hard stuff, like, when it's hot out, those are pretty dang tasty. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they are. They are. They're not good, yeah. but they're, 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 ta- they're refreshing. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. They're not in my top 10. You've never had a Mike's Hard? They're not even no. my top 50. I've never had a Budweiser like either. Have one? No. Me neither. I've never had. You've never uh, had Budweiser? Have you never had Budweiser? I just refused to. I've had. What do you have at your wedding? What do you have at your wedding? Natty, 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 natty oh, eyes. The Natty eyes at your wedding. Get it. Mike's hard. I see what you did there. Yeah, you you guys missed that. We passed around a 40 ounce of Natty ice at his the night before his wedding. It was awful. drained it. I think there's a passage in your Bible there. You're holy visible about drinking. Probably. 40 ounces. I'm sure. I'm sure there is. Also, the thing is uh, discussed in the pub is Brad Polly having a drink at 1030 in the morning. So Yeah. Seems perfectly rational. I was going to yeah. say, who hasn't had a drink at yeah, 1030 I have. in the morning? I've had one earlier than that before. Yeah. yeah. One that's a Cana- that uh, Royal Canadian, or not Royal Canadian. The uh, Oh, it was liquor? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, maple. Because if you're going to start early, the you maple, might as well. The, it was maple scotch. I was like, it's maple. It's like syrup. It's that's sort right. of breakfast. Sort of breakfast. Put it on my pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, when uh, when Moose and I went on our uh, our couples retreat to Vegas, that was a, that was a lot of fun. We uh, we went to the sports bar where you could pay like a lump sum to drink and eat all day, and so we just we got there before the first game started that morning, and like you start on mimosas or something like that, you know, some sort of breakfasty thing, and we literally drank until like four in the afternoon. Oh my god, it was wow. amazing. We stumbled out of that. And what was that for again? We went to Vegas. Just that for sounds giggles. like a rough night coming up, though. It's all right. You, Wait a little bit, you know, yeah. walk around, kind of yeah. walk do you it do off. After then you that? go back to the tables and they bring you free drinks while you're. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, let's go into. Uh, Vegas, Vegas has no appeal to me whatsoever. Can have I you been that? to Vegas? No. Get out of my life. Well, you went for your honeymoon. I loved it. I've been several times. I, it's it a just, lot of fun. It, it just doesn't. There's so many other places I'd rather go if I'm going to spend m- money on a vacation. You know what I'm saying? You like, don't want to see Chris Angel doing magic tricks? No. I did not see a single show. No. I've got YouTube. I bet on the road. Where would you like to go? Milwaukee? I'd like to go to Milwaukee. <laughs> no, Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a good town. Is I think it? you can kayak yeah. to like different... Yeah, actually, it's pretty um, cool. Is it? Breweries yeah. there. I've been to Green Bay. Milwaukee? Green Bay's all right. Yeah, yeah it was somewhere right. in Wisconsin. Yeah. This is a podcast where I've we have two separate conversations. I've been, been to <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Sheboygan, too. I like Sheboygan. Yeah. Yeah. Sheboygan. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, so now we're going to go into Fat Bastards. Oh, yeah, we got the stuff, don't we? That's pretty loud. A little bassy. Bump, bump. 
Did we do this last time you were here? No, yeah, we but it doesn't it's, get new at any it point in time. <laughs> like it's the first gets, time that, you. That is our most obnoxious song by a yeah. long shot. That needs to probably. Uh, the no, based off of that needs, needs, needs to stay. We need to do a remix of it. Matt, we wrote that together. No, you wrote it while I was driving the car. Yeah. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> it was great. Um, we're going to do this thing right here. Okay. So, Are you going to um, talk about it? Yeah. So um, it is. I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> I knew you Zakuska? Would. Zakuska? That's probably not right, but we'll go with that. Zakuska. We're going to go with that. It is from Romania. Yeah. Our friend, uh, Dr. Andy Nixon, a.k.a. Dan Summers, a.k.a. That's not even his real name. No. Um, at Polly named Mindy. This <laughs> is Twitter handle. Yeah. NMD Mindy. So. Yeah. Um, uh, he sent us this. Uh, he is Romanian and wanted us to try this Romanian spread. It's. I thought it was Dan Saplicki that sent this to us. Nope. No. Okay. Nope. This is Dan Summers. My apologies. Um, it does number one ingredient. Thirty percent of what's inside the star right here is baked eggplants. So. Mm. Mm. I don't think I've ever had eggplant. Josh, can you do us the honors? I'm a little, little nervous about this. Not gonna can, lie. Can I? <laughs> How are we rating this? Um, what's a Gymnast. Romanian five, gymnast? Five Draculas. Um. How about five, five Nadia Comaneches? Why, this uh, why aren't we this webcast is all about uh, cultural sensitivity <laughs> and grace, isn't it? How are we not using the eggplant emojis? Come on. Five eggplant emojis? Yeah. It's I'd got, rather do it's five Nadia Comaneches. Aren't you Romanian? Wouldn't we all? Wow. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. Well... Yeah, let's go with five eggplants then. I'm not going to use that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're done here. I don't even know how to say whatever her name was that you said. Nadia Comaneci. Nadia Comaneci. Where's that? All right. Here's your bread. <laughs> I re- oh boy, this does not. He said it tastes better than it smells. <laughs> we should have probably uh, spread this up before <laughs> we started she, this podcast. Yeah, this is riveting podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right here. You can hear Pickens. This is how usually Fat Pastors goes. Yes. People, people love this. Yes, it's why they come back week in and week out. Yes. For some godforsaken reason. I have an idea. Let's what? send the All shittiest right. thing I've got. What? I don't know. I'm just saying that's what Fat Bastards is. People send in this. It smells okay. No. Yeah, sort of. I mean, the bread smells good. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to have to eat the, re- no, ahead, just yeah, the rest of the bread to. All right, All let's right. go. Hmm. It's not bad. Yeah. I feel like Beth's made like some kind of like something with this in it. Yeah. Like squash yeah, in it. Tastes like a tastes like squash. I mean yeah. or not squash. Eggplant. Eggplant. Yeah, kind of like a veggie. I'm um, not a fan. It's like okay. A veggie spaghetti sauce, basically. Yeah, that's what she made, I think, actually, was some kind of spaghetti sauce like that. Yeah, I give it like a two and a half. I'm not a big eggplant. I'm gonna fan. give my very first one. Really? Yeah. Not a fan at yeah, all. Yeah, it's okay. I'll go three. Yeah. yeah. Two and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's Pickens is more cultured. I wouldn't want a whole bunch of it. Mm. It just kind of tastes like cold sauce to me. Like it's supposed to right. go on something. You. Oh, but does that. it have any instructions on the can about what you're supposed to put it on? He are said supposed put, to put it on bread. He's supposed to put bread it in, in beer. Because the last time I was here, we put vegetables <laughs> in our beer. <laughs> Green peppers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank All you. Thank right. you for sending that. I yeah. appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> Phone's going off, Mikey. I don't know why that is. 
It's the soundtrack to Big Brother. Don't worry, yeah. guys. Wow. You know, I, I come here for the professionalism, <laughs> and I, I stay for the uh, for the Romanian sauce. I've never. That's never <laughs> happened. I've never had that where it actually went off during the show. No, you haven't. That's weird. You've had text before, but anyway, let's move on. Um, where are we? I don't even know where we're at. We just did Fat Pastors. Probably newsfeed, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Um, let's go into the newsfeed. Yeah, let's do it. I've got two. Um, one of them sort of good. One of them really good. And one of them just kind of interesting, kind of funny, interesting. Uh, guy is from Board Panda. Both of them are from Board Panda. Guy makes a best friend think son's christening is a costume party. <laughs> I'm, I don't even. I'm just imagining Barney coming in a Barney costume. No, it's are actually, there pictures? It, yeah, there is. I'll show you. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, we were hanging out at my place, and at some point out of the blue, I said, by the way, the christening party is going to be different. It will be a costume party. Uh, I was sure he had figured out the scam, but two weeks later, he suddenly he suddenly texted me that he had found the perfect outfit. Um, <laughs> he said, I was when he walked in, I was literally rolling on the floor laughing when he entered the church. I hope it's sexy nurse. No. So he, go, he comes in. Dressed as a crusader. <laughs> and he's, he's literally like, he's literally, he looks like he's out of Monty Python, man. Like, it looks like Lancelot from Monty You've Python. You've got to just commit to that. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically just committed to it and people are taking pictures with him and stuff. And yeah. Oh, but nobody, nobody else did. So that's like, a, that's a quality prank right yeah. there. Um, Where was this at? Uh, it didn't say actually. Really? It didn't even give the people's names. They were anonymous, but um yeah, I cannot get the eggplant out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> like, that's barely even a joke, first of all. Well, you don't know emojis like we do. What's an emoji? <laughs> an, emo- an emoji is a little cartoon figure, and people use the purple eggplant emoji as a substitute for penises. I did not know that. So now whenever he says, I can't get eggplant out of my mouth, that's... What you think of automatically. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, it's, now like, it's now like Michael can't look at eggplants. I can't look at pineapple. So. <laughs> <laughs> what does pineapple symbolize? Uh, that'd be his safe word. <laughs> we went over right. this. Yeah, we've, we've, been, we've been over this already. <laughs> All right, what else? It's do you been got? a long day for the dude. <laughs> uh, this one is a five-year-old has donated over $750 to charity by painting galaxies. Oh, so nice. A little girl named Cassie is five years old. She loves to paint. Uh, at the age of three, they discovered her passion, and since then, she has not stopped painting. She sold over 100 paintings and has chosen to donate some of her earnings to various charities to help people around the world. And they're actually good. Like, they're kind of really interesting little paintings. Like, like I would hang these up. Yeah. And she has, oh, a, she yeah. has, a, yeah, she has a website. Freak, yeah, man. Those are awesome. Yeah. Sheet. And they're, they're actually not terribly, like, expensive. Like, some of them are, like, 40 bucks. Some of them are a little more expensive than, like, 100 bucks. I'd hang bucks, that in my dentist's yeah. office. Yeah, I mean, some of There's them There's no way a five-year-old is doing that. Well, apparently she is. I wonder if Hazel has any talents, because... Um, we need to get... I could I could sell her We could just have stuff. her on the podcast instead of you. Probably. <laughs> well, she's much more articulate, kinder, much more polite. I would suggest Leland for uh, me, yes, but he would just... Yes, like and yes. The yeah. You don't want Digger here. He would be... His mouth glum. Puddle glum would... Well, you get on the table, number one. Take his shirt Strip. off. Probably take his pants off, too. Take his pants mm-hmm. off. Show you his Any- little turtle. <laughs> it's great. Good grief. 
Anyway, uh, the way, it's a snapper. Don't you, worry. Can, you can check her website. It's CassieSwirls.com. C-A-S-S-I-E-S-W-I-R-L-S.com. You can check that out. I did today. Actually, I'm seriously contemplating getting something because they're really good. Yeah. So, but anyway, right. She's donating some of that money to charity, which is a good thing, too. So. Joshua, what do you got? Yeah, uh, I got a couple here, uh, both from the weird news section of HuffPost. One is a... Oh, man. Let's see here. Um, you stole my source. Sorry. A real-life vampire couple says sucking blood is better than sex. Oh, God. Um, Countess Lee Leia and Count Tim Van Dorn, who we suspect aren't really royal, met two years ago to Vampire Probably Festival. Probably not either, either their real names And felt either. what Tim described as an instant connection of darkness. They um, like to actually suck each other's blood, oh, God. and that's like an intimacy thing for them. So that I mean, I guess you do you. Well, she's a fetish model, and I don't didn't see what he. I don't so. even know what that means. Same. I mean, I know what Same. it means. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like Tim pineapple. lives in a van with pineapple. Like a purple van. Pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tim lives in a purple van with a picture of a moon uh, with a wolf yes, exactly. howling at it. Well, they and it says that they have like acrylic canines that like actually can draw blood, but for the most part, they use razor blades and things like that. You know, so it's really great. Well, that's healthy. Yeah, yeah let's great. just cut <laughs> each other. And that's not abnormal. That's not abnormal at all. That sounds like they might have an iron deficiency. <laughs> <laughs> the other one is that. Um, is that- Code for like intelligence or no? It's like there's iron in your ability, blood. Ability yeah. to control basic impulses, like anything like that. Uh, haven't you ever tasted blood before? Like if you got like no cut in your mouth, cut in your mouth. Well, yeah, my own. Yeah, I don't just randomly taste blood. It tastes like irony, metallic-y. I know because it has iron in it. Yes, that's what I was saying. How would you? I've never licked a skillet. What? So what would you be able to compare that to? <laughs> you never licked a skillet. It's copper. Yeah, it's, it's got, got a iron, coppery. Right? It has a coppery taste. How have you never licked a skillet? Why have you, do have you licked a skillet? <laughs> Guys, let's not talk about my sex life. <laughs> Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> That's just, we're just going to start using that from Michael's out of control yeah. from now That's on. That's your here. safe yeah. word now. Yeah. The, it's everybody's safe word. <laughs> it's the podcast safe word. Yeah. Uh, the other one here um, is uh, Democratic lawmaker blames friend for all the porn tabs he accidentally shared. So the basic gist of this story is that this... I've been, uh, blaming, I've been blaming Pickens for years. This, <laughs> This uh, Democrat, this Democratic uh, Rhode Island uh, House, I guess he's in the state house, um, distributed a printout of a Wikipedia article during testimony last week, but it was a screenshot. (laughs) And so all of these other tabs are open. And basically he's blaming that a friend sent him that image and then he just shared the image, which, you know, Uh of course he did. Uh My friend, um, Joe, Joe Glass. How is a screenshot the easiest way to share that information? (laughs) Well, if they're if they're sharing screenshots and not realizing what's on the screenshot, technology doesn't seem to be high on their priority. You would think the print button would be much easier than the screenshot. The screenshot is kind of a hard thing to do unless you just do it. But you have like two or three different steps. I mean, to get to that. Yeah, especially from a desktop, like it's really easy on a phone. Right. Yeah. And you you can like edit those. I didn't know people knew that. American democracy, folks. Wikipedia is that you're talking about? No, you can edit screenshots like on your phone and stuff. Oh. It's just a picture, and you can edit the picture. You can crop it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, which they did, and like the HuffPost did, they blocked out a couple of like half of what it said, so you could tell what it was, but <laughs> um, not. What, what was it? It's what was it? <laughs> the word "teen" was on there oh. at least once, which did make it kind of bad. Ouch! So one of the, one of the other reps was like, "Yeah, he's basically on a bridge to nowhere right now. We're all watching him." Whoops! Um, Hello, monitoring software. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. All right. Um, so I have a picture to show you. I'm Wait, did sh- he deny that this had... He said that a friend sent him I a see. screenshot. Yeah. yeah. Joe uh, Glass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His name's not Joe Glass. What? His name's not Joe Glass. I don't know. Friend, I think even the HuffPost puts friend in quotes there. You know if what anybody I, gets uh, my Joe Glass reference... I don't um, get your Joe Glass yeah, reference. Hit me up on Twitter, at MJBase. Are you going to tell us what it is? No, I'm not. I'll tell you after the podcast. I need somebody to. All right, it's fucking Brady Bunch. Gosh, is it? Yeah. When well, Jan we struggled had, Jan, happy days a while back, so Jan had yeah. a um, a fake boyfriend. His name was Joe Glass. <laughs> so, or George Glass, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I want you to look at this picture and tell <laughs> me what it is. Really sorry, I clear, asked. crystal clear reference. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, I want you to look at this picture and tell me what it is. Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> Well, it's Jesus. It's, it's a, Jesus. Is that a dog's ass. Yep. Somebody took a picture of their own dog, and it looks like Jesus. And the just head, like Jesus' head is the asshole. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yep. Hmm. Mm. Boy, it well, makes that Bible thing not look quite as bad now, doesn't it? I, yeah. There's no way that could be photoshopped or anything. <laughs> yeah. If there's one thing we've learned from, we'll the have internet, that on Twitter. Everything's true. Is on to the trust internet. all of the pictures yes. that. Uh, <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah. It's, uh, is, right. that, is that your only story? No, okay, I have so more. So you have like five more. Uh, Texas police sees <laughs> 600 pounds of meth-laced lollipops. Hmm. The uh, police investigated a re- reported burglary and seized almost $1 million worth of methamphetamine-laced lollipops. That's a lot of methamphetamine. A lot of lollipops. I like lollipops. Yeah. They use... Like you combine the two. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably could dig them up here in Martinsville somewhere, I'm guessing. They used a homemade candy drug mixture uh, melted into various shapes, including Batman and Star Wars figures. So are they giving these to kids? Like, is, Well, that's the, is that the, is that, that's that's, the kicker there. That's, that's the hope, a, right? Because that's is, kind of taking a dark turn. If yeah. it's, like, so, like it's one thing for, for adults to fuck up their own lives with meth, but if you're yeah. giving these to kids like that. What if the kid wants it? They were targeting well, children. They don't. Oh, that's, no. good. that's, that's great. That's what they're saying. So yeah. That's great. Candy was intended to be distributed among uh, children and or sold to juveniles. I could go for some meth flakes, cotton candy. No. I like cotton candy. <laughs> meth is like the I'm not last sure that meth is the drug that you want to start with. Yeah. <laughs> meth <laughs> is like... I think that's, that's, like, uh, that's a dying yeah, that's bed. A, that's a deathbed drug to try That's a out. finishing drug, yeah. Yeah. That's like... Is that this is the just, end. That's <laughs> where you're just ready to just punch out. And Enough's enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then you jump it's into the closer. Yeah. And then you get methed out. Yeah. Like I'm pretty you, sure. When you no longer have access to Oxycontin, yeah. that's, you move on. That's true. Yeah. You've we're, lost all your teeth anyway. We're heroin falling neck. I'm <laughs> asking for a friend. <laughs> I don't know. I, heroin, I think marijuana heroin feels is like the, a finishing drug. One. Finishing drug too. Really, if you take enough of yeah. anything, it's probably going to be a finishing drug. If you're honest, right. nobody ever died from overdosing <laughs> marijuana, though, did they? I don't. I'm think sure. So. Probably I somebody. Did. I don't think that's I'm possible. Sure somebody like drove off the road mm-hmm. or something. Yes. Very slowly. <laughs> Very slowly. Um, it's like the cars in neutral. Uh. Japan opens a restaurant of mistakes. So um, they're opening a new restaurant um, that only hires waiters with dementia. And so you go in, you (laughs) think it's just like... Think it's not on board with it. Fucking want my burrito exactly how I I said it. Anyway, um, so they go in and odds are you're not going to get what you ordered. It's very like... They had somebody go oh in, God. and so the blo- food blogger went in and ordered a hamburger, ended up with a plate of uh, gyoza dumplings. What? 
Like what kind of dementia? Not, I mean, that just I sounds. Can't, I can't. <laughs> they said the dumplings were delicious, um, and they were some of the nicest people you've ever met. But yeah, I mean that's great that they're providing an outlet for these people to be, I mean to be useful. I guess to, but I don't. It also sounds sort of exploitive. Yeah, that's kind of. What I was yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure what the point. I mean, it if, serves as a poignant, a poignant reminder about those who suffer with uh, suffer from a disease and they go through on a daily basis, you have to feel the pain of, I wanted nachos, but somehow I made myself a <laughs> peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's like having a restaurant staffed by nothing but people with no hands to make you empathize <laughs> with the idea that like not everybody can just pick up a tray of food. I mean... <laughs> you're just in the back with you have to go get the freaking own. wooden spoons in their mouth? Is that what you're saying? We shouldn't I mean, laugh at this. This is to, terrible. You have to order. You have to write your order down, and stick it in their mouth, and they take it back. <laughs> well, no, it's this, and this, then God have, damn it! This is the most you, offensive thing we've ever done. I'm tell you, it's ready, and then you go get. It. Well, no, it's a, I mean, it's essentially the you same. You brought this way. up. Like, Why are you getting mad at us for talking about it? <laughs> oh shit! I just, I, I just don't see how that's mm. not a super exploitive, horrible <laughs> thing. I mean, yeah, it kind of. I mean, I don't know. I. <laughs> it's Japan. What I mean, maybe you if you're there, like it's, and you're in the moment, it's different or something. Maybe I don't know, man. Don't worry, they've already forgotten about it. Oh my god! Well, there it is. <laughs> There's the line back yeah. there. There's a yard. That's the only reason you've been waiting, so you could say that. Yeah. That's the only <laughs> reason you brought that up. No. Oh gosh, man. There's, see, there's so many, so many jokes running through my head right now, and I'm just, I'm not going to do it. I'm glad we have self-control a little bit. Yeah. Well, some of us do. Some of us do. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, pineapple on this one. It's just um, pineapple, pineapple. Uh, KFC is now selling pizza made with a fried chicken crust. Oh, just stop. God. Just stop. It's got, uh, looks like it's got some tomato sauce, some, uh, looks like ham maybe. Well, it's probably got pizza stuff on it. And yeah. it looks like mac and cheese on top. Ew. I don't know if that's mac and cheese, but it looks like it. Is it on the menu board as the Trump special? <laughs> it's the... <laughs> the uh, a pile of fried shit. The, the Chizza? That's a terrible name. Chizza? Chizza? The pizza with chicken? Chicken pizza? Chizza? That sounds like a cheese pizza. Too much like Chiz. Why? I. It's like Brad said a couple weeks ago. We are such a bored fucking society. Like, like, we're so goddamn bored. Like, this is the best we can do. Hey, I have an idea. Let's add fried chicken and put pizza on it. Let's do it. What? It's like the Taco Bell... Uh, Chicken. They're chicken nuggets. Chips. Yeah. They're chicken nuggets. They're I, triangle-shaped nuggets. That's all they are. I prefer yeah. the dinosaur-shaped nuggets, personally. That's what we have here. Uh, at the house, those yeah. are shit, by the way. Have you actually ate those, or are you just feeding they're them not to your children? They're not great. They I just are feed them terrible. My kids. I think they're they're better for you, but they're shit, man. Yeah, they don't taste great. We just threw a bunch of them out. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. Say no, but seriously, like I heard something. Ones. I heard something else. I don't remember what it was. I, my whole thought was like, God, how bored are we that that's what we're coming up with? Like. We're well, just, we're just combi- taking random shit and throwing it together and like, there's a new food. No, it's not a new food. It's just... I think there was an Onion article a few months, like a month or two ago, like most snack food now consumed on the basis of morbid curiosity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I believe that. it. Yeah. It really is. Well, well, like, what's bur- I mean, a, you like, look at your fat pastards thing. That's all this stuff is. Yeah. It's like people are like, we should try... Whatever this food is. Yeah. We yeah. should try eggplant yeah. spread. But this Although guy actually likes egg, it. Normal people eat eggplant. That's yeah. 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 That's normal. Yeah. yeah. But like some of this shit, it's like what? Why? Like, who's buying this? Like nobody. Well, you can't we tell are. Me. No, our listeners are. No, I don't think they are. 
Um, I had the the mac and cheetos. Not bad. See, everybody's judging you now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay. <laughs> they it's a weekly basis. I'm used to it. Well, Burger King is a pretty big offender of this. They do a lot of stuff. Burger yeah. King and KFC seem to be the biggest offenders of this yeah. kind of thing. And Taco Bell's kind of Taco it, Bell's getting there, but Taco Bell at least stays mildly yeah. Co- they do quasi quasi Mexican. I mean, like I guess I mean to go back to Japan, you could have Japanese snack food. That is all super weird. It is super yeah. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although the green tea Kit Kats, did we have those? Yeah, we did. Yeah, those are pretty good. Yeah, they have green tea Kit Kats. Yeah, uh, matcha, awesome. and they were they were delicious. Oh, that actually my. does sound really. They good. They were really good. Yeah. Yeah. They hey were Renee, good. if you're listening, send some to us. Yes. Give you some. Yep, they were so, delightful. Yeah. Um, I also saw, a, I don't have this article in front of me, but somebody was making um, hamburgers where the bun was made out of too many pizzas. See? Or like when they have burgers that have donuts as the buns. It just stop. I, would, I wouldn't mind to try that just, just to once. Just to stop. Try it. I have no interest in that. Like we had. I like donuts like we and had I burgers. like burgers. We made burgers the other night and had pretzel buns. That's. That's, that's okay. Different. That's different. That is that's an actual moder- bread. I know that, but <laughs> pretzel bread is not really. I mean, yeah, it is. It's, it's like bread. it's, it's not real. I mean, it's not really. Yeah, it's just. This is you're going to argue yeah. with this, really? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Arguing about the definition of bread, you guys. It's a. This is your listeners must love. <laughs> like week in and week out, they there, come back for this. There are literally dozens of listeners who love this. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Dozens. Uh, anyway. Anyway, enough fighting about food. Um, I'm thinking of a new mashup though for food. What? Pineapple and eggplant. Oh god. <laughs> well, that I'm just sorry, means you'd never even. That just means you'd button. never start start eating. Yeah. <laughs> pineapple, no. eggplant, no pineapple. Thank you. Let's just move on to something with substance to it. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. What are we All talking right. about? We've assembled the Avengers here. <laughs> I didn't even give you guys I- introductions. I just said you're here. Well, they've all been here. He yeah. was here last week. <laughs> he was here like three weeks ago. Yeah. So we got Brad Pickens, uh, Esquire, <laughs> the right Reverend Doctor. Um, <laughs> third of those things. He's a doctor. Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Joshua Casey. He's just a hack. He's he's a nobody really, <laughs> but you're our hack <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But seriously, your okay. episode is one of the most popular ones we've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, if you just like shit on yourself enough, people <laughs> like tune in. People love a good a story of somebody shitting on themselves. Yeah, that's that's great. great. Get fucked by the church, get many downloads. That's how yeah. it works. That's yeah. Tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> so we've assembled the Avengers here. Um, uh, I don't even. I just said I threw something out to you last week, and I think you sent them. What, what are we talking about? Well, we want to talk about um, sacrament and ritual, and kind of why that's important. Because even for like people who don't go to church, I think there's like rituals are pretty important. Um, and these two being uh, fight up standing Episcopalians, well, Episcopalians, right? <laughs> Let's just go with that. Um, and Episcopal, the Episcopal Church especially is very steeped in sacrament and ritual and. That kind of thing, and so you I feel guys, like Pickens is well, steeped in in, sa- in ritual. I do. I live a mysterious life of ritual, and uh, <laughs> each moment is uh, touched by uh, <laughs> the hand of God. That's right. These little, like what other people refer to as OCD, I call ritual. That <laughs> 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 uh, sort of baptizes it into the realm of acceptability. <laughs> yeah, I do this because Jesus told me to. Yeah. 
can. Well, but honestly, count to I mean, twenty, and then you know, <laughs> I can do whatever it is that I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> Three quarters. I learned. Counts. I mean, I learned about ritual from the farmhouse. Like mm-hmm. that's where essentially that's where my journey into the ritual and sacrament and that kind of the importance of that in liturgy and and all those kind of things. That's where it began for me because that's a huge part of what we talked about when you were here last you know a few weeks mm-hmm. ago at the farmhouse. That's a huge part of what the farmhouse does. Um, is, you know, the sacraments and, and just liturgy and the prayers and the office, daily office and all that kind of stuff. And that played a huge part in my ministry, too. I mean, it really, it was effective, yeah, indeed, as you know, one can indeed. tell. Yeah, your ministry was effective. Yeah, it I may know. not have ended as one would yeah, like. But, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, it, well, one of the things I, one of the things that we did at the farmhouse from the beginning um, was we used, um, we used liturgy, Christian <laughs> liturgy. Um, and one of the realities about ritual in the church and, and that sort of thing is every church has ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you went to youth group and you went out and played some game, mm-hmm. you know, an icebreaker thing, and then you went in and you had some question, and then you listened to, you know, watch some, like, Christian music video. And, like, that was all ritual right. and liturgy. Yeah. Right. Um, it's just that it was not done in a setting that necessarily lent itself to theological reflection. Right. Um, and so I think that's, that's actually kind of an important thing to sort of keep in mind in talking about this, um, is when we talk about ritual in the church, like every church has that. Yeah, right. It's just yeah. a, the question is whether or not anybody's actually thought about that or if they recognize it as such. Yeah. I uh, love it when churches are like, we're going to do things completely different. And all they do is they they create their own ritual. It's a whole new ritual, but they, they do it the same way every week. Yeah. You know, we're not going to be like that church where they do, you know... A, a, um, I don't know, a, a, a song for uh, offering and a song for communion. We're going to do them both at the same time. <laughs> we're going to have boxes in the back for people to give money to. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all ritual, even if it's yeah. new ritual or, ritual or old ritual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I want to talk about the sacraments, too, because that's something we've never mm-hmm. talked about on this, and there's something important about those. And I, so I think it's, let's start with that and just define what that even means. Yeah. Because it it's one of those churchy words. It's like, what the... Hell does that even mean? Like a sacrament? I mean, there's seven sacraments, I believe. Mm-hmm. So let's just let's define what you get, what, what you guys think sacrament <coughs> sacrament means, and then kind of what are the sacraments and why are those important? Let's just start there because I think that's where you, if you're going to start with ritual, you probably start with those things that are very tied into ritual. And then that'd be the sacraments. So yeah, who wants to go? Anybody? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think that setting up some definitions is really important. I mean, because there is a difference between ritual or, or just liturgy, as as we were kind of describing, versus you know, the liturgy, the 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 system and the and the yeah. the structure, the frame that provides a, a road to the sacraments. And really, the sacraments are intended to open your eyes to to make us aware of the sacramentality of of all things, mm-hmm. of reality. Yeah, so so as we're kind of defining that, there 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 are specific acts, specific things that we participate in, and those are the sacraments, um, and those point to the fact that you know we, we define a sacrament as a, as a means of grace, or I mean, and something like that, and then this idea of means, a way, a vessel, something that gets is a vehicle for, and then grace. The presence of God, and it's not that we're getting God into the world as much as we are having our eyes open to the presence of God in the world. It's like a visible; it's a visible sign of an yeah, invisible presence, the, essentially. Yeah. I mean, kind of the text. Yeah. Book, yeah. So yeah. That's, that's how yeah, I, the, that's the, how I've always sort of yeah. thought of it and so defined it. An outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. Yes. Is the, yeah. Right. That's how the Book of Common Prayer. Puts yeah. Right. It. Yeah. Yeah. They um, made us say yeah. it at the consecration. Yeah. Did they? <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, they, they did. Like, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We all know what that is. All right. Yeah. Um, 
But well, I think that's actually an important thing. You talk about an outward and visible sign. And so you're talking about bread and wine. You're talking about water. You're talking about, um, I mean, in the case of marriage, you're talking about uh, sex. Mm-hmm. You, you know, uh, there's always something, there's some action that accompanies these these things yeah. where where we say that God is somehow present and involved in, in this. Um, and, and we're participating in, in the Godhead. Yeah. Um, I was going somewhere with that, and then I sort of trailed <laughs> off. <laughs> well, and I think, I mean, I think even more broadly defining the sacraments is it's sort of a recognition of the presence of the divine in, the, in ordinary things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that, and not just in bread and wine, not just in water, but I mean, those are very ordinary objects. Yeah. But, in, but in just, I mean, the presence of God permeates all the creation. So if you can see it in those things, you can see it anywhere yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the even broader takeaway from the sacraments is it's not just in these these seven things which we'll talk about in a second these seven things but it's in if you recognize it there you can see it literally anywhere yeah and, and i mm-hmm. think that that's kind of the point of not just sacrament but ritual also yeah, i would say that i even feel closer to god in the ordinary the ordinary is what makes me those moments of silence and looking at the grass or looking at a tree or mm-hmm. whatever it is those are the moments where i feel most connected to the creator i think well, in, in the mm-hmm. long, I mean, the longest period of time in the Christian calendar, preaching calendar, is called ordinary time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the time from what the end of Pentecost to Advent, correct? Yeah, yeah it's been a while. It's been a minute since I've been in a church, um, and so it's this long period from roughly the end of May, sort of. It's all through summer and all through the fall until you get to to the Advent around around Thanksgiving, and um, it's seeing God in, in that time. It's not just, I mean, obviously you see God in Advent with the you know, coming Emmanuel. You see God in the, um, you know, through Easter and through Lent and through, I mean, all those things are very easily focused on God, but then you get to the ordinary time and it becomes a little more difficult. And so I think the sacraments point us towards those things, point us towards the reality of, look, it's everywhere. I mean, this, this divine reality is everywhere. Well, and that's why, I mean, it's significant that the church <coughs> chose, um, like, these simple... Uh, Substances, bread and yes, wine. Right. I mean, the mm-hmm. things of everyday life, in yeah. order to indicate that that this is the presence of God, mm-hmm. and it happens in church, and it's consecrated, and it becomes you know the special mm-hmm. stuff. It's the stuff of life. Yeah, but it's the stuff of life that you're participating in throughout the week as mm-hmm. well, uh, which is, I, to my way, I mean, as you say, I mean that's really the at the heart of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the idea of sacramental life is that it opens up all things to yeah. be a participation in this sacramental reality of God's presence. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I think another uh, benefit of the sacraments is some sort of rhythm, some sort of routine that we get. I don't want to talk about that in a second, well. too. I want to talk about rhythm too. I want to spoil rhythm. Gosh. <laughs> well, let's. There are I'll seven sacraments. Let's let's name the sacraments so people can at least have an idea of what they are. We've talked about the Eucharist, the bread and the wine, uh, baptism, communion, aka communion. Don't call it that for the layperson. The layperson <laughs> communion. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus' blood and, and the little crackers. Yeah, yeah, the great. Cracker, crackers, Welch's and, and crackers. Yeah, for for the uh, non-denominational folk among us. Non-denom. Um, so the the bread and the wine, um, the uh, baptism, marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it's been a minute. Confirmation. Confirmation. Holy orders. Yeah. Holy, Holy orders. orders. Mar- we done marriage. Marriage. <laughs> we did marriage. Uh, yeah. Unction. Unction. Yeah. So yes. it's the anointing of the sick and the yeah. and the dying. Yes. And uh, and uh, confession and absolution. Okay. And grumpy and dopey. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that. Something like and that. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Comet and Cupid. Cupid. Yeah. yeah. All right, go ahead. So anyway, so th- those seven things specifically are, are used as a means of saying these the presence of God is in these these things. Um, you know, the, the anointing of the sick and the dying. Um, 
uh, communion, the the baptism. I mean, marriage is marriage is interesting, especially since we talked about sex last week. Marriage is interesting to me as a, as a sacrament, but I think it almost is like like that's if it it doesn't get does get more more every day than that mm-hmm. for those who are who are married. Like the best marriages are the ones that point to something bigger than themselves, and the ones yeah. that sacrifice every day, and that points to something even bigger. So I. That that one's always interesting to me. The the marriage ones I've always found fascinating, but that's considered a sacrament. Yeah, I think for me, um, I spent most of my youth in a church that was trying to get away from that mm-hmm. and getting away mm-hmm. from the sac- the sacraments because mm-hmm. uh, it felt too stuffy. Or it was mm-hmm. high church, and we wanted to have Velcro walls and yeah, uh, hallelujah hoedowns and yeah. all that fun stuff. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, those feel more important to me. They have a little more weight. And, and I think the sacraments represent times in our life that are important. It's not that we necessarily have to do the sacraments it's because we should do them because they, they bring significance to parts of our lives that are important. They're like flagpoles in our, in mm-hmm. our lives. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else you got? What do you got on sacraments? You got stuff. You got notes. <laughs> Got a few things. You, you both brought notebooks. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing we could, I mean, yeah. just to mention that's that fits in the, um, you know, within those seven sacraments, they're not exactly across denominational. Lines. Right. Yeah. Right. Like those yeah. are sort of the classic, you know, yeah. what you find in the Catholic Church. Sure. Uh, and within Anglicanism, um, there's baptism and Eucharist are the main two, and then right. the rest of them take sort of a secondary thing. Right. Because not everybody is going to participate in the rest of them. Right. Like, not sure. everybody is going to be married. You know, not sure. everybody's going to take holy orders and things like that. Yeah. And so the focus is on, is on this idea of baptism. It's on this idea of Eucharist. And it's on these, these, these moments where, where we, we literally encounter God mm-hmm. through the course of the liturgy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the, I mean, that's really why you go to church, uh, is, to, is to be able to participate in these things. Um, and there's a distinction to be made, uh, you know, like the church that I guess we all grew up in. Yeah. Um, very, very big on baptism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they didn't exactly have a sacramental mm-hmm. understanding of that because mm-hmm. they didn't think that there was a change in your state. Um, I mean, like it was it was punching a ticket, you know, like yeah. you, you yeah. got well, saved. We, we talked a lot about, in, in I guess my school and my church, I remember talking a lot about, though, that baptism is the, that is the moment when the Holy Spirit yes. enters you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. until then, the Holy Spirit is not right. part of you. And so there, it's it's more of that sort of, um, that kind of, you know, pre-scholastic view of that where you are, it's it's a almost a magical... It's a transaction. Yeah. You do this and you get this in return. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you go under the water, you get this in return. You say these words, you get this in return. It's I felt tra- fucking awesome after I got baptized. <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Just because you never bathed or shit. I got a bath. Cool. I was baptized on Christmas Eve, motherfuckers. Is that what you said when you came up out of the water? It's <laughs> yeah. like, I feel fucking great. <laughs> that, sound, that does sound really special, Michael. <laughs> yes. I, I was nine. It was awesome. Very sacramental. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for interrupting. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, were you done? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think something that's important about the sacraments and, and ritual in general is just, you know, at the very beginning, this is why I want to talk about rhythm a little bit, because in the very beginning, you know, when God creates everything, this poem in Genesis 1, there's a rhythm to that poem, like in the Hebrew. There's there's a rhythm to it. Um, a cadence. Yeah, there's a rhythm, there's a cadence to it. It the, There's a constant refrain of he 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 creates this. He creates this. He sees it's good. 
there's morning or there's evening, there's morning. He creates this, he creates <coughs> this, it's good. There's evening, there's morning. And he goes on and it goes like through this whole thing. There's this rhythm to everything. And, you know, I was actually talking to um, <laughs> our Terminex guy that comes out once a quarter. Cool. Um, yeah, really nice guy. Really good. He's coming out here for a couple of years now. Really nice guy. So we've gotten to know him pretty well. And just has a hammer and a flashlight looking for termites. <laughs> yeah, for termites. <laughs> and bugs and mice and stuff. Um, puts them in a sock and just hits them. <laughs> um, we were just talking. He, said, he was talking about how busy he's been and like, you know, working like eight o'clock at night and like, driving all over the central Indiana doing this stuff and like sounds familiar yeah vaguely yeah I know <laughs> but even I mean I think more like he doesn't drive the distances but like just the time spent mm-hmm. at these places like yeah. all these new all the new houses he's had to do and like uh, you know new clients and there's a lot of stuff you have to do with new clients and how busy I mean and he's saying I just, I'm never home like he's working mm-hmm. like six days a week sometimes seven like he's just never home and you know I was, talking, I was like man here's the like it doesn't I said I understand that because like there's there's been times in my life where that's been the case. I'm expecting ministry was one of the big ones. Like there was no rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I told him, I said, that's the thing with working that much is there's no rhythm to your life. Like there's no rest. There's no, there's no give and take. There's no, there's just nothing to it. There's, it's just a constant go- ongoing thing. And if there's going to be rhythm in life, there has to be rest involved in that too. Yeah. Um, and I think the sacraments, I think one of the things that they do is they sort of reestablish a rhythm for us. Like they force us to, to stop and to slow down and to, to rest and to reconnect with a rhythm. Yeah. I mean, the best, if you're out of the rhythm, the best way, if your music gets out of the rhythm, you stop and you just start over. Unless you're Johnny Cash, you yeah. just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> just plow right ahead. Yeah. But like, I mean, I've, when I've played music, like if I get out of rhythm, you just, you just have to stop. Like there's nothing you can, you're yeah. not going to fix that unless you're a really, really good musician and I'm not. So, but most of you, you have to stop and, and restart that rhythm. Otherwise, everything's off. I think the Sabbath even plays into that too. I mean, yeah. that's the Sabbath it helps create the Bible. A lot of, a lot of ways helps create that rhythm. There's a, that's what a lot of the law is, is to, to, Oh gosh, <laughs> do not read out of that. You understand me. <laughs> Brad Pickens has picked up. The, well, while the he's looking, while he's looking for the babizzle, um, you know, I think that a lot of times we, I mean, this is a, a little bit of like anthropological uh, throat clearing here, but like, uh, like, <laughs> You know, we, a lot of times people, yeah, I'm getting that down. Okay. I'm getting um, that, yeah. All right. You know, a lot of people, we look at these, these ancient rituals, um, and, and from, from ancient peoples and we, we say, well, weren't they so primitive that they mm-hmm. started attributing divinity to, you know, the, the movements of the stars and the, and the, yeah. and the world. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that that is a huge leap in human cognition to move from just existing in the world to actually, um, Actually recognizing that, and then moving to actually interpreting that. Yeah, uh, and you know what that does is that we move from interpreting it to to actually relating to it, and we create this frame that you know this frame that enables us to to find a way to move in and out of of life, and it creates a story for us to to live into. And all of us have that. And when we don't, like the like the Terminex yeah. guy, or like yeah. when we've been in ministry, and it's just you. I mean, you never know when you're like what's what ends up and. You have to have that, and, and one of the things that the church is just one of those frames among many that the calendar where you reorient your life around the story of Christ, as opposed to you know the story of Caesar, where all of our holidays are celebrating national. Yeah, right. You know, we celebrate something else, and that reorients your life, and it connects you also to all of those people who have come before who saw the death and the rebirth of the seasons and the movement mm-hmm. of the stars as a way to interact with the world. Yeah. Um, 
and that puts a frame around life. Yeah. And it, and it I, enables you to move I forward. I mean, going back to the Sabbath a little bit, I would argue that the Sabbath, you can make a case for that being a sacrament. I mean, yeah. if it's really, because that's what it does. It establishes a rhythm to your life and it, it puts you in connection with the divine. Heschel called it the like the queen of time. That 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 the Sabbath was a cathedral. A cathedral in time. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't read his book on the Sabbath, oh, man. it's freaking fantastic. One of the things about that, I mean, establishing that kind of that sort of rest and that sort of renewal, um, that's actually a really countercultural thing to do here. Oh yeah, fuck um, yeah, yeah. Like when we've lived when we've lived outside of this country, we've traveled outside of this country and stuff. Most places um, have some way or some as a as a culture yeah. where they quit. Um, I mean, if you're in Spain, like you can't buy food from you mm-hmm. know two to four because everything shuts down, or yeah. you know you can't buy stuff in the in the grocery stores on Sundays and you know in other countries and um, and things like that. And in this country, we've gotten used to the idea that everything should be available at all times and we should have access to it. Mm. And so, and we're participating in that, uh, either as consumers or as people that are being consumed in the workforce and doing yeah. stuff like that. Um, so the, the act of sort of establishing that sort of rhythm and that mm. sort of ritual and saying, this is how I'm going to live and this is where I'm going to find my rest is um, is a deeply countercultural thing to yeah, do. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it, it's interesting that a lot of these a lot of these countries that aren't the U.S. have established work weeks that are sub forty hours. Yeah, like mm-hmm. they have like four day work weeks because they understand that you're more productive when you're not working all the time. Yeah, like your time is more productive. You're more you're fresh. You're I mean, and it, for, so even from like a capitalist standpoint, it makes more sense to have some kind of rest work rhythm. Yeah, but it's good. but I'm glad that Trump's putting us back to work. Yeah. <laughs> Like I feel like we're off on yeah. a good, indeed, a good thing now. Yeah. Donald Trump entered in at fifty-three minutes. Into the <laughs> we mark it every week. <clears throat> That's good. Um, um, He's getting a little bit later in every episode. So I was good. thinking, okay, so about what you were saying about the culture being um, against you know taking time and. Yeah. and I think that's a huge problem. I think we've got so many things in our culture. Fast food. We've got um, everything is meant to be faster. We have iPhones that keep us busy so that whenever we go to a restaurant, we have to wait for something. We have something to look at yeah. in the split seconds. I'm reminded of, there's um, uh, a mountain dreamer. Her name's Oriya. She got this poem called um, The Invitation. Check it out. Look it up. It's awesome. But she says something to the effect of, I want to know if you can um, be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. And... I think we could all benefit from asking ourselves that question. Can yeah. you be alone with yourself? And do you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments? Cause we don't, we're never fucking quiet. There's a pod. I mean, there's a podcast right now you're listening to <laughs> pause it, be quiet for a minute and yeah. listen. Yeah. I mean, Bonhoeffer said in life together, <clears throat> he said, beware the man who can't be alone mm-hmm. with himself. Cause he's, he's a danger to the company around him, but be wary of the man who has to have company all the time. Because he can't be alone with himself. Like there's a danger to both extremes. Yeah, maybe for those listeners that uh, that wouldn't have the uh, the strength to pause it, we should just do a five minute period of silence. <laughs> Where here. We just drink beer. <laughs> should we do some do some music? <laughs> you know that's actually interesting because I mean I grew up in a in a I grew up in a tradition in which like I mean, we compete with the rest of the world in like sonic violence for, I mean, for we, noise. And yeah, yeah, we can't we couldn't even celebrate the Eucharist. We couldn't celebrate communion 
unless we had something playing in the background. And if yeah. something like didn't work and we had a period of silence, people were freaked out. Yeah. They did not know how to be silent. Yeah. Our, our, our national holiday about celebrating our independence is literally, literally just blowing shit up as loud as it can get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At or all up here in Martinsville the week before or the week after also. And so. yet that's the difference between the calendar of Caesar and Christ because yeah. the calendar of Christ creates this rhythm in which we have to take time to oh, to wait. The first season is waiting. Yeah, Advent. You know, and yeah. and then the and then the gift comes, but then you have to enter to the season of Epiphany where you begin to see new things from that gift that's come. And then you've seen it and now you need to take some time. But the seeing comes after the waiting. Right. Yeah. Because until you can wait and rest and, yeah. and refresh and again dive back or re re rhythm yourself, I guess is a way of putting it. You can't see. Yeah, I mean, we, we I'm miss... a human metronome. No, you're not. <laughs> you play the woodblock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we, we interrupted the bibizzle. What, what was the uh, the verse on there? <laughs> it's just on God resting. <clears throat> I'm not sure. Okay, let's go. Come on, let's hear it. Okay, uh, this the word the, of the Lord from the book of Genesis, chapter two. Uh, the the heavens, the ghetto, and all their vast array was finished on the seventh day. Gangsta finished his work. <laughs> Which, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Gangsta blessed the seventh day and made it holy and rolled the best weed because he's the shit. A cathedral in time, friends. <laughs> yeah, the, the word of the Lord. <laughs> um, thanks be to the OG. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> like, everybody understands it's super racist, right? Yes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Just, yeah. We're all agreed. Yeah, we're yeah. all agreed. But, yeah. That you're reading on your podcast. Yes, I know. Um, yeah. So back to the, uh, you know, I think one of the things, the idea of waiting um, and the idea of participating in sacrament is not just, you're not just waiting. Yeah. Like you're also participating in these events that, um, that, that, that form the reason for your waiting. And that's yeah. why the liturgy is important. Yeah. Uh, because what happens in those, in those liturgies is you're retelling the stories and you're doing them through your prayers and through the through the gathered community yeah, right. of the church, yeah. uh, in order to uh, in order to re not just to recall them, but to actually enter into uh, these events. And you know, I mean, maybe the uh, in the in the within the Anglican communion, uh, the biggest uh, night that you would point to would be the Easter Vigil, mm-hmm. um, which is where. You know the entire story of salvation history is told. Uh, you know, going back to the Genesis account, and you know, through the the Red Sea and the you know the Exodus uh, and all of that, and then and you arrive at this moment then of of resurrection. Um, and the reason for retelling that is is not just so that everybody can be on the same page; it's so that you know, in the hearing of it, you get to experience mm-hmm. it. Um, and so there's an idea that that words. Uh, do something. Mm. Um, they're they're shaping you and they're yeah, changing absolutely. you uh, as you as you listen to it. Um, and a lot of times we miss that because we're we're accustomed to uh, like the, to using the Bible in order to to prove something or right. to argue something yeah. or you know whatever. Um, and and it's really there to to tell us these stories about how God interacts with His people right. and how He continues to interact with them. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that's a, a really powerful 
component of that. I mean, the idea of, of the liturgy is you make these things real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a reason that Jews tell the Passover story every year. Mm-hmm. It's, to re- it's to remember. It's to reconnect themselves with and this. And to enter into it. And to enter into that story that this is our story. Mm-hmm. I mean, for, and for, the, for the Christian, the, the resurrection, that is our story. I mean, that, that's the culmination of, of everything. Um, and so there's a reason, and like you said, words have power. I mean, they they create worlds, and they I mean they have the ability to do a lot of things. I mean, God, I mean the first words in the Bible are God spoke, and it created things. I mean, there's a, there's a power to those words, and so when we when we speak these words, it ties us into a story that's a lot bigger than ourselves. And again, uh, it's interesting you keep you've said a couple times it it tears us away from the the calendar of Caesar and into the church calendar. It, t- it takes us out of empire. And reminds us that we're not we're not part of that. That's not uh, that's not our story. Our story isn't Caesar. It isn't power. It isn't um, violence. It, it's 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 the opposite of all of those things. And to tie ourselves back into the resurrection and through the sacraments reminds us that we're not part of. Mm-hmm. Essentially, we're not part of this world. And and I don't mean that in that we're getting out of here sense, but we're not we're not part of the the violent systems and the the systemic racism and the the systemic violence and all the systemic evils that take place. We're not part of that. We're we're not part of that in the sense that that's our identity. We're part. We're. How am I trying to say? We're working to transform that. Yes. From from the normal elements of life yes. that we see that are comp- like bread and wine yes, that are, are very mundane and banal, and yeah. trying to be part of the movement that transforms into something transcendent, which is the kingdom. I mean, that's yep. what mm-hmm. the kingdom is. Well, I think. I mean, Alexander Spamon, uh, greatly yes. loved by those around this table. Yes. Um, Orthodox theologian, uh, liturgical theologian. And, and he talks about this, you know, and at the creation, uh, at the beginning, the world itself was a sacrament of God's presence. That yeah. is everything, you know, and if you read in the garden, it's there in order to bless yeah. humanity. Um, and so part of what, uh, you know, the, the Christian call is today is to, is to recreate mm-hmm. that potential um, and to take, you know, whatever it is in our little part of the world and and to work to transform that into something that uh, that relates back to that moment of creation, to that moment of of all encompassing sacrament. Um, when I first met my wife, uh, she had a blog. Is that what they call those things, Michael? Yeah. Zanga. Is that a thing? <laughs> yeah, was it something? Was it a um, blog spot? It was. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was something. It was, Zanga. It was something on the internet. It was Zanga. Um, it was Zanga. I remember the Zanga. I, she would, but she would print out each post and mail it to me. Uh, <laughs> nice. Sounds so, about right. Yeah. But um, anyway, <laughs> when, the under, smoke, when the smoke the signals smoke failed, signals failed. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the Morse code and different yeah, things right. came through the wire. Um, but anyway, under her whatever it was called. Um, but she had a, a line. It was gardening at the mouth of hell, mm-hmm. and um, which is probably probably why I married her. Because um, I thought that sounds smart. No, <laughs> but it, but it, I mean, it was actually, and we talked about that a lot. I mean, it's actually descriptive of what we're what we're about and what yeah. we're called to do. Like we we stand in the middle of a broken world. We stand in the midst of chaos, mm-hmm. and and the call of of the person who fears God. Is to look past that chaos and work to build and to uh, and to plant and to create mm-hmm. something good mm-hmm. in in something that's that's hell. Um, yeah. And the reason why the Eucharist is like the sacrament you know, par excellence is because what it is it. it for, well, first off, everyone can participate, and as you said, some people cannot participate in many of those. But but it also gathers all of those things up together, um, and it, and it, it it gathers it. 
what we are doing in there is is actually doing what Christ did at the Last Supper, which is taking, we're being taken, blessed, broken, and given away. And that's the whole point is to be gathered together and to reverse the fall. Because instead of taking, which is what we what we do, that is our default, is to take. But when you come to receive, you have to hold your hands and receive. Mm-hmm. And then you go and you then offer yourself and the world back to God. And, and you know, Shreemon talks about that at length and for the life, and for of, the the life of the world. Which yeah. If you haven't read that, go go buy the book now. Yeah. <laughs> Just do that. And, you know, I, I love the, um, there's a line in the in the Eucharistic prayer in the, in the Didache um, where it talks about how as this as this bread, which was scattered amongst the hills, has been brought to a unity, you know, may we be brought to a unity, and then, and then the inference from that is that then may we be be scattered, yeah. may we then go out and become the living bread amongst the world yeah. as we have been scattered. Well, the, I mean, the idea of the Eucharist is being broken and poured out for the world is what Paul talked about. Yeah. I mean, to be broken and poured literally, you're taking this thing that's been broken and poured out for you into yourself, so that you can go out and be broken and poured out for the world. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't do that unless you are tied into some kind of rhythm in life. Like if you, and I can speak from experience, when you're scattered and divided and like all over the place and there's no rhythm to your life, like you have nothing to offer anybody. Like you just don't. Um, you know, in those, in those final, those final few, you know, months of the church I was at when I was in ministry were just useless. Like you could see, you could feel like I could feel it. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just, I am kidding. I just had, I had poor staff is what it amounted Probably, to. Probably, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, they the, get paid enough. Yeah. Um, the, I just totally lost my train of thought. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> you were scattered in those last months. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Useless months. I got yes, you. Because like, you, you sort of felt the incoming. Like you, 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 There were meetings and like there was no rhythm to anything I was doing. I was teaching like three or four times. I teach three or four times a week. Like there was no, there was no rhythm to anything I was doing. Other than going in the office and going home, like that was the rhythm, and that was it. There was no rest from it, and then having elders follow you home so they could talk to you some more. Exactly, yeah. So, like, I mean, you have nothing to offer when you're in that kind of constant go, 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 stop, go, go, go. There's no even in the stops. There's no you're not really resting because there's always something going on in your mind. Um, I mean, I don't know how many nights I'd lay awake with my mind just mm-hmm. spinning and the gears just turning and trying to figure out what to do to save my job and what, what they even wanted from me and what else do I need to do. And you have nothing to offer because you're literally just, you've been so poor, broken and poured out that you're not, there's nothing filling you back up. And in order for you to be broken and poured out efficiently for the world and in a way that's helpful and is good for everybody, you have to actually have something in you. And I think that, I mean, I think that's what the sacraments, one of the things the sacraments do is they tie you back into that rhythm. What options um, did you have? You think none? No, I don't mean in terms of the church, but I mean, like, but this is, I mean, this is something I've been thinking about as we've been yeah. talking. Is how do you how do you find rhythm and how do you create um, how do you create those moments in the midst of of chaos? Uh, because a lot of people, a lot of us, live in in circumstances yeah. where. We don't have control over our schedule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one thing we can sit here and we can talk about establishing yeah. a rhythm. Right, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I, I don't think you find it. I don't think you find it in the chaos. I think you. it's something that you have to do before things get too out of control. And obviously, if things are already out of control, you start making small steps now. But, but what are those small steps is the thing. You know? Yeah, I mean, what like, are the practical steps of the sacraments? When I think one of the things you do, and I have this in my notes, is just find these, finding everyday little mini rituals. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like even in the midst of like what you're doing, like, and I know this sounds weird, but like when we, you know, we travel as much as we do, I have certain places I stop every time, yeah. whether I need to or not. Like, Night on the moves. way to Fort Wayne, I stop at the get, huh? <laughs> Night moves. Night moves, yeah. Classy Class, chassis. If I'm hitting India, I stop at classy chassis. I've got, I've got strip clubs everywhere. I have a very um, specific um, <laughs> pilot uh, uh, gas station I really enjoy. I've started stopping at that one, In too. In Marion, yeah. Indiana. I love you so What do they have there? That makes They've it? got a Wendy's, a they Cinnabon. Have, they have everything. They have a pizza. It's like, it's green like tea a, Kit Kats. It's like a, tra- <laughs> it's like a travel center Valhalla, man. Oh, I'm not man. Kidding. Their pizza is the shit. And Cinnabon, man. Oh my gosh. Anyway, sorry, what were you talking about, Matt? It might be a Loves. I don't remember if it's a Loves or a Pilot. It's a Pilot. It's a Pilot. Yeah. Okay. Um, hold on. What was it? Oh, so like I have, like along every interstate we travel, I have places that I stop because my day, there's not a lot of rhythm to our days a lot of times. Like no. you may think you have one call and you may end up with four. You just yep. don't know. There's no rhythm to that at all. Um, so I try to establish little rhythms within that general chaos framework. It's like playing jazz. Uh, yeah, I mean essentially it is. Like you. Thanks, Donald Miller. Yeah. Oh, really? Playing Donald Miller. Yeah, it kind of is like jazz a little bit. Damn it. Yeah, but it's not like blue like jazz. It's not blue like no. jazz. It's like Miles Davis kind. It's of like blue. Miles yeah. Davis fucking blue like jazz. Kind yeah. of. Not blue like jazz, blue. but like kind of. Didn't you put out an album called Kind of Blue? I believe so. Yes, yeah, is that amazing. different than Donald Miller? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Miller I don't know. Who is, is Donald Miller? He's a Christian glad. author. He Be wrote glad. a book called Blue Like Jazz. Okay. What's Donald Miller is a great author. He is he, insufferable. I'm sorry, he, but that is my opinion. <laughs> that is at the <laughs> J.M. Casey. Come at me. It's fine. I a little love difference Donald of Miller. opinion here in the podcast. Uh, I, I think that... I tried three times to read that fucking book. Blue I like jazz? finally got through it the last time and then put it down and said, why did I try so hard? I really like Blue Like Jazz. I, like I really it. like all is, books. At the time, I did like it. Now, if I read it now, I'd be like, eh, whatever. But is like, there a distinction between Donald Miller and Francis Chan? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. I won't even yeah. say that. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, Donald Miller likes... I don't know. It's Francis, a, you know, deep you know, cut know, on, on my jokes there. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know Anne, Anne Lamont? What's that? Did you ever Anne read Lamont. any Anne Lamont? No. But she's good. She's good. I, yeah. And I would say that Donald Miller is heavily influenced by Anne Lamont. Okay. Whereas well, yeah. Francis Chan is influenced by, uh, I don't know. Francis Chan is just the only name of a person that I know. So I said, (laughs) because he's in the butt of like all of the jokes. My friend Francis Chan. (laughs) Hey, Francis, if you like to come, I mean, I'm sure there's other. (laughs) I'm sure there's other Christian authors out there, but I'd have to go back to like Max Lucado to (laughs) like the deep cuts. Yeah, yeah, Charles Swindoll. Yeah, Josh McDowell. Yeah. Oh, anyway. So I, I think part of the answer is to establish little r- mini rituals and mini yeah. sacraments within those the larger framework of the chaos of your life. Like, I mean, all of us have kids. There's no when you have kids, like it's really hard to find a rhythm. Yeah. Like they're just there just it probably isn't one. I mean, no. Um, I try to find little moments of silence when I'm you know I come home from work. Mm-hmm. If nobody's home, if I get home early and by myself, I sit outside or I read or I. Drink beer. Yeah, I mean, I do. And that, yeah. I mean, those are kind of sacramental things for me, like a drink of scotch or smoke a pipe. Or I mean, those are sacramental things for me when I get with you guys and we do that or we go I have Mexican and drink beer like we did tonight. And even the podcast is sacramental for me. Like, it's a big yeah. deal. It's it's It, it ties me back into to a bigger reality than myself. In, in a midst, really weird weird way. It beer, does. It, beer and the fat bastards food is my <laughs> communion. <laughs> Which is, and that's the turn that we were talking about earlier, Brad, that... that 
the sacraments are intended to point out sacramentality. Yeah. I mean, they are intended to show that all of life is full of magic and wonder and transcendence, and it, it gives you a leg up. You know, it's the Celts talked about thin spaces, yes. like thin places. Yeah. That's It's, it's mo- places where it's not that every time you receive the Eucharist, and this is something I tried to impress upon my students when I was actually still, you know, doing campus ministry. Um, the, the, how'd, the that, Euch- how'd that go? Yeah, that went, that went great. <laughs> yeah. um, you should come on the podcast and talk about it. Yeah, I should talk about that. <laughs> I bet that would be a great episode. Yeah. Um, probably lots of downloads from yeah, that probably. one. Yeah, probably. Um, Brian Zond. Um, I have no, bad news for you. Peter Rollins beat you out now. Man. Anyway, um, you know, it, it's the reason why we do this every week and the reason why it's so important and why it's the centerpiece of what we do and it's what we lead up to is not because every time you receive you're going to have a transcendent experience, but because a sacrament recognizes potential. That yeah. in this moment there is something there that people have seen again and again and again. And, and if you will slow down and have the eyes to see it, you won't see it every time, but you will be surprised at some point. Yeah. And that is what your hope, like you, you just, you wake up in the morning for those moments and that teaches you to do that in life where you're driving down the road and all of a sudden you are surprised. Oh yeah, totally. By the, by the you know, the, somehow Southern Indiana is the most beautiful landscape. So, you don't want to be anywhere so else. so fucking mundane yeah. that like, it's, yeah. but all of a sudden it's like, Huh. It's a yeah, leg just, up into transcendence. You're just listening to John Mark McMillan looking at the <laughs> waves of corn and T right? Rexing yeah. for Jesus. Exactly. It's a good thing you have a moon roof so you can lift your arms fully <laughs> when you, erect. When you got to go all the way up while you're, yeah. while you're worshiping. But in some ways, I mean, in some respects, a lot of that is a kind of a recent a rediscovery yeah. of the meaning of yeah. uh, sacrament. Yeah. And, uh, you know, for a lot, a lot of the church's history, um, I mean, the sacrament was just something that, that happened. It was an event. It was an act. And you had to really, you had to kind of watch out for it. Um, you know, if, you were, if you're going to take Eucharist, you better be sure that you weren't going to get, you know, lightning struck Toasted. or something. You better and, freaking mean it. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, you know, after, after Vatican II, I mean, that sort of, I mean, all the churches, it wasn't no. just the Catholic Church, they come together and they say, well, what is it that we're actually doing in this thing? And, and this idea of, of a renewed sacramentality comes back in. And and this idea that um, you know that, that sacraments for everybody, yeah. uh, it, it really begins to uh, to sort of come to the fore. Mm-hmm. Um, and also in a deeper level, you know, with it, you know, we talk about with especially with the Eucharist being sort of the penultimate sort of sacrament. You're literally ingesting the divine in you, essentially. I mean, and. What participating that, in the mystery of faith. Yeah, I mean, you, it, 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 but it reconnects you with that divine spark that's in every human being. I mean, it's the image of God in each person that it reconnects you with that. It re, it's re, reconnects you with that, and that reconnects you with your identity of who you actually are. That you're not a piece of shit. That you that you were made in, into something. You were created in the image of something mysterious and spectacular. Um, and if we could wake into that, if we could wake into that reality, that. Like that literally changes everything because when you understand who you are and who, where you've come from, and again, this isn't and this isn't about like science, like this isn't about like believing in your in your mind that you were created by God. I don't care if you believe in God or not, but if you believe that you're were created for something greater than yourself, like and we're made for something greater than yourself, and that mm-hmm. fucking changes everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. about how you relate to the world, how you relate to each other, and how you even relate to yourself. So I think this. I mean, I think that's part of what sacrament and ritual does. It ties us back into that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Any final thoughts? Mm. Find your find your little mini rituals. Find your find little your Sabbaths. Yeah. Do you guys have any that you'd like to share? 
you can go. I mean, when when I'm actually kind of being mindful of life, I mean, I, I really try to set, you know, a time in the evening where we finally get the kids down. Michaela and I actually get to spend some time together. We try to go to bed at the same time. I try to wake up at a particular time and, and have, you know, and so that, that, I mean, and that's good physically as well as spiritually to have these, you know, you have these rhythms and you do it at the same time and you, and you wake up at the same mm-hmm. time and you do these three or four things and then you're refreshed. And when I come, as you said, like when mm-hmm. I come home, especially when I know I'm coming home and my family's going to be there, I, I spend the last 30 minutes usually just in silence or, or mm-hmm. maybe some sort of, you know, audio meditation or something. But if I don't, then I'm a wreck when I get home and I'm, yeah. and I'm, there's a short fuse. And mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Any, um, do you have like a specific favorite sacrament or favorite ritual or tradition that centers you? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the one thing I miss about church more is just the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care about singing songs. I don't care about sermons. Like I just, I don't, I don't care. I mean, I've heard them all and sang them all like with the, but the Eucharist is something different and it always has been for me. Um, and it, like I said, it, all the stuff we talk about, how it connects you to different, different realities and to an ultimate reality. That's, that's the one thing I, I think I miss the most about church is just taking that every week. Um, yeah. I mean, that's probably the big one for me. Pagans. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Eucharist, if, uh, if I'm going to not pick that though, um, <laughs> I, you're allowed, it's fine. Well, yeah. Same. It's boring. Yeah. It's boring. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, you know, I was thinking uh, one of the outgrowths of the Eucharist, it was something that we, I mean, we've all experienced through our time together when we've been down at the farmhouse and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, we'd have a bonfire and everybody oh, yeah. would sit mm-hmm. out there yeah, yeah. and you'd just watch the evening sort of happen. Yeah. Um, you know, it's usually it'd be daylight and then you'd watch the sunset and you'd mm-hmm. watch it turn dark and the stars would come out and, you know, there'd be 15 of us, you know, 20 of us at the beginning. And then, you know, people would start to yeah. trickle off to bed and then there's fewer and fewer and the conversations change. Yeah, and, they do. You know, and the night gets just heavier and it, that's that is special. I mean, that was yeah. really the kind of a, a centerpiece. Yeah. Um, you know, just to to look around and say, yeah, this is why we're here, yeah. um, or this is you know the Eucharist, and and when we meet, when we come together as church, that's what allows us to sit here and, and mm-hmm. have this discussion and and do that. Yeah, that didn't happen often. I mean, it was you know a couple times a year, maybe yeah. uh, a little yeah. bit less frequently now. Yeah, but that was still the. It was still part of it. Well, I think, you know, with the farmhouse, the meals were mm-hmm. huge, or huge, yeah. still are. Mm-hmm. Like, we just had our board meeting a couple, a couple weeks, weeks ago, a couple weeks, Memorial Day weekend or whatever. And, you know, we've had this, we've just been together all, you know, for a day, day and a half, whatever. And we've been eating and drinking and just having fun, just talking. And, like, but then it comes to, like, that meal time. And, like, your family comes down and, um, you know, your parents and your sister and her family come down and your family's here. And then, like, my family came down and Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, and then you know, Dan and Julia, they're like all these these friends that we see maybe once a year, are all together, and it's like we've never been apart. And yep. there's just there's just something good, and we have mm-hmm. conversations. It's like you've never left each other. Like you just have these conversations, just pick up kind of where you left off a year ago, and like you just, and then you play catch up. And, and there's just something about it that I've done it for so long now that I I still to this day don't take it for granted. Like it's just something yeah. I look forward to, because again, it, it's I, when you go to the farmhouse and there's a plug for the farmhouse. Um, farmhousemission.org if you want to uh, contact uh, Brad Pickens for a retreat date. Um, he will he, reply to those. Yeah. 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 He, um, he does have email. Also, he has LinkedIn. Found out. 
Yeah. He is on social media. LinkedIn social media. I don't understand what LinkedIn is. I don't, I don't either. No one ever has. It seems like you should do that, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, got it, are we friends on LinkedIn? We are linked. We're linked up. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Do I know that? I, yeah. I think you had to accept the, <laughs> the invitation. It was consensual <laughs> link up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, many ways to go with that. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you some pluses on some that. of the, some okay, of the stuff. Anyway, what was I don't even know what I was saying now. If you dickheads, I'm inter- sorry. Interrupted. Um, fire. No, it wasn't dinner. Fire. Seeing dinner. people. Yeah, it's going. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Anyway, community. Yeah, I mean meals. Meals gather us, and they and they take you somewhere else. Yeah, it's well, well, back to all I know, the meals I know together. You have to, when you like when we go to the farmhouse, like you have you you're forced to slow down. Yeah. yeah. Like if you want to reconnect with the rhythm, like that's a place where like the music stops. Mm-hmm. And you, and then when you leave, you restart the music, and the music's back in rhythm again. And, um, like I can't emphasize that enough. That literally is what happens. You go down there immediately. You, you immediately the music stops. It's rest. It's relaxation. It's reconnecting with something bigger than yourself. It's it's sacramental time together. It's sacramental food together. It's you know the Eucharist. It's all these. It's all your prayer and liturgy. It's all these things, and like it reconnects you, and sort of reestablishes a base rhythm for yourself. You see, Pickens, what you do is you get these two signs. On the front of your door, it says, enter to worship. And on the on the way exit, it says, depart to serve. Wow. Wow. You just yeah, that's blew the, my mind. That's, that's what's you? missing from the farmhouse. Yeah. That's been what's that's missing it. all I along. You, did you just come up with that yourself <laughs> right. as we were sitting here? No. Uh, no. I mean, you know, the, the last words of the Mass are, uh, go the Mass is ended, which, you know, obviously means very plainly, you know, go, we're done. Yeah. But it also does... <laughs> get uh, get the can, F out of here. You know, there's, there is a, a spiritual reading to that in which, you, in which you say, okay, go, this Mass is ended, but now, you know, the, the larger Mass has begun. Mm-hmm. You have begun to be that for yeah. the world. Right. I think when we were, we were talking to uh, Brandon Andrus, I don't know if it was for our podcast or his podcast. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Um, but we talked about how the future of the church is around the table. Um, it was probably his. We wouldn't I think say it was. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we did say it on his podcast. That sounds way smarter than they think yeah. we've come up it was, with. It was well thought out. Um, but I think there's some truth to that. And I think the it's always been around the table. It's always been around the sacrament. It's always been around the community. It's always been about the meal Yeah. Um, where people come together and, and like times never passed. Yeah. I mean, make, like, I mean, for people that are, you know, necessarily, we have a lot of people listen to atheists and agnostic and all over the spiritual map. They're like, um, what the fuck is this episode Yeah. I mean, about? Well, like, like make, like, like ritual is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like it's not yeah. it's not just about a Christian thing. It's rituals for everybody. Like everybody needs a rhythm to their life. And you know when your life's out of rhythm. Um, establish a rhythm at dinner time. You know for your meals with your at least one meal with your family. Establish a rhythm with that or with friends or whoever it is. Um, establish these these Sabbath rests in your car or wherever. You know, shut the radio off. Shut the phone off. Like when you're driving. Like find these moments where you can establish these little bitty mini rhythms. These mini Sabbaths. These mini sacrament sacramental times within your own day yeah. you're never gonna have a rhythm to everything i just don't think that happened i think life is too unpredictable and there's too much shit that goes on and too much chaos that to establish like a rhythm for every day unless you're like a monk or something i mean like um which is fine if you are i mean that's not a problem i'm <laughs> just like like it's not then why are you listening to this yeah exactly <laughs> um we're, we're really big in the monk community <laughs> I'm yeah. Sure, yeah we're big in monasteries yeah um you just just Find that rhythm. Find establish some kind of rhythm for your life for those many rhythms throughout your day that helps you reconnect yeah. to that. It's it's the silence in the midst of the music that helps you reestablish the rhythm. 
Well, and, and that's what I was saying earlier about the you know the the frame of the church year, and then the the liturgy being sort of a a a, a more focused version of that is that it is it is one frame for reality, and it's yeah. developed from several sources over over thousands of years, but. Whether you are an atheist, whether you are maybe someone who comes from a, if you are still involved in a, a different kind of, uh, maybe a different kind of spiritual experience, a different kind of church, you know, maybe more of that non-denominational experience, the, the question then is what what frames your reality? What is the story that you are are allowing to move your reality? And, and at least in the churches, the church that I grew up in, it, it was... It, whether we like to admit it or not, it was still the calendar of Caesar. It was yeah, still, sure. it was a different kind of frame. And that was one of the things that drew me to a liturgical experience, a high, a high church, if you want to call you know, um, frame was that it changed the way that I looked at all of reality, not just, I didn't just experience church different. It actually ex- changed the way that I experienced life. So what, you know, whether you're an atheist or whatever, how do you frame your reality? Yeah, we're all writing a song. It just, um, depending on how good you are with rhythm depends on, how shitty your song is or not. You know what I mean? It was profoundly put. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Totes. All right, with that, let's go into feedback. Now that we puked in your seat, you can tell us what you think. The five stars get red, but one star is dead to us. Yeah, we're just feedback. Feedback. Just refilling our beers here. Uh, what are we drinking for this segment? Einstock. Einstock. Uh, this is the Einstock uh, Icelandic White Ale. All brewed with coriander and orange peel. Yeah, it's probably just a wheat, basically. Just a basic wheat. So. It's made in, in uh, Iceland. Interesting. It's freaking delicious. That is really good. Yeah. I've been looking at this Holy stuff for a while. Holy shit. That is, I'm going to go buy this. Well, when I'm going yeah. to go buy this. Yeah, that kind of came out a little slower. <laughs> I, I'm really okay, I promise, guys. Thanks to whoever brought, brought this along. Yeah, it's tasty. Well, it wasn't. It was provided by our Patreons on patreon.com slash pastors podcast. I was really worried. Every time I've seen this at the store, I've, I've been worried that I would be like suckered in because of the, you know, the Viking yeah. on it and yeah. stuff. And, and it's that Icelandic. it would actually be bad. Mm. But then it's really good. Icelandic, home of good beer and sugar rose. So and, and wood elves. And wood elves. Yes. Yeah. And Bjork for Billy Patterson. Bjork. 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 She's such a bjork. Um, okay, five stars. We have one. This is from AC Smith 50. This pod, uh, it's called Making Up for Lost Time. This podcast is truly amazing and has helped me reconnect with my faith in a way that is truly, for a lack of a better word, different. I love you guys, Matt, Michael, parentheses Mike, because I yeah. know he hates it. So number one, he misspelled my name, Michael. It was <laughs> E-A-L instead of A-E-L. And <laughs> the then and he says, I'm going to call you Mike anyway because I, I know you hate it. Thanks, <laughs> thanks guy. And, and the, but before that, he just said but wait, he loved you. But wait, it gets, it gets better. Hold on. I love you guys, Matt, Michael, and the bald Polly, Brad. <laughs> and he's not here, which I love. Uh, really hoping I can he's come. screaming in his car yeah. right now. Really hoping I can come back to my hometown to see you all again soon. Matt, you may not remember, but you baptized me on your last day at the church, which may not be named. 
I love you all. Keep up the good work. Also, would love to hear another episode with Joshua Casey. Hey, hey there you go. There it is. Dreams do come true. I do. I do remember. This is one of the one of the kids in my youth Wait, group. He yeah. didn't say anything about another episode with me. I don't know why I'm here. He may not. Maybe he just not got to that one yet. <laughs> That's what we'll go with. I feel bad. He's just not got that <laughs> way. Got that far yet. Um. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I do. I do remember that. That's I did not remember till you said that. I do. I remember baptizing him, but I did not know it was the last day, <laughs> my last day. Of do you think it's? <laughs> do you think it's still a valid baptism since you were? Uh, I'm not really sure. Anything pretty I much. Ever, let me just set. The did scene. anything I ever do? Was it any any of it ever valid? I think let, that's probably. Let the me question. just set the scene. Matt's last day. Uh, at, at the church, he was just going dunking people in the water. He's like fucking Rambo. You're gonna be baptized. You're gonna be baptized. He, she, shots were fired. He like was he was Oprah dodging bullets. I do. And, I do vaguely remember that because I remember thinking, "Well, that's one way to end my ministry is to uh, <laughs> prove to you that I was doing something." Was that useful. your last baptism? It was my last day at the church. According I know, to but him. your last bat, bat, you haven't baptized anybody since then. We uh, had one at the other church, but I think Brad did. Those. Brad did those. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was my last one. So, anyway, thank you for that. I really appreciate you're that. You're the chosen one. Don't screw it up. You're, you're the, the last <laughs> chosen of, one. You're the last of Matt's legacy. <laughs> the, the last official one. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Come back Thanks. to town. I'll buy you a beer. Thank yeah. You. Um, corrections and clarifications. Uh, Rustin. My God, that beer is good. Rustin. No, seriously, man. Uh, like, Rustin's last name I mispronounced. Klofka. It's, it's Klofka, yeah. not Klafka. Not Klafka. Damn it. And I even said I could say it. Klafka. Klafka's way better, though. Can we just agree with no, that? Klafka's better than Klafka. It's fu- no, it's not. Klafka's fine. <laughs> Sorry, Rustin. He also can kick your ass and my ass and yeah, all of our asses. He can kick out. He's like, Probably at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Blindfolded. Yes. Like, unless it's their last day at a job and you're just like Rambo running through the, no, the pews just, and. Just stop. Dunking people. Stop. Move on. Yeah. Move on. Okay. <laughs> you have nothing. Move on. Do you know what my favorite... Uh, Your role. My favorite porn is? Oh, God. Rambone. See, like, what the heck? Dude? I, I don't. This is what this is like. Every week is like this. I don't. <laughs> uh, that's a joke I didn't write, but I don't. I don't. Oh, think really? There, I don't think there really is a Rambone, but if there is, I'm, I'm sure there is. At MJ Basic. <laughs> Yes, yeah, send Michael. Send a, Michael the trailer. Don't send me your Sylvester. That's Stallone a joke porn. that nobody wrote because there was really no <laughs> joke. There. Get it, Rambone? It's a. It's a guy. Oh, it's, oh no. now I get it. You see, okay. it's funny. Now it's you funny. It's funny, funny because, because Rambo's the movie. No, but when you have sex, it's called boning, and so you take Rambo and Rambo Ram and bone and bone. put them together. There's like That's in Ram, so it's a Ram is like a thrusting. You see like, why it's, you can it's funny. you can keep saying words, but it's not going to fix that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Rachel Sampson at R S S A M P S um, says, "Dude, I didn't mean it like that." Love, Ocus. I said she. Uh, she mentioned that she got her husband addicted to our podcast. Oh yeah, and then her she likes the liturgist. Yeah. Hey, we talked about liturgy. We're kind of like liturgists this week. Yeah, no, of. not really. Not really. They don't um, talk about the liturgy that much, actually. They, no, you, they the, early on, they did. They're, yeah. I think their their Patreon has more liturgy. Only yeah, so, they, so much you can talk about liturgy before you start repeating yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. It took us 60, 70 episodes, episode 70, to mm. even talk about it. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, she said it's hard to top uh, honey glazed ham. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you missed that joke. <laughs> why, why, why does Miss Piggy? No, <laughs> just stop there.
Pineapple. I love how last week we went from 69, like that, just completely a debaucherous episode. And now we're talking about tradition and sacrament and liturgy and ritual. And yeah, Uh, we are paradox. All right, Twitter. Uh, Top 10 tweets coming in at number 10. David Sluss at Dave the Explorer said, At Pastors Podcast 69, off to a great start by contributing first and second. I got got them off to a great start. Wow, that's phrasing, David. Try again there, buddy. I got At Pastors Podcast 69 off to a great start (laughs) by contributing first and second questions. I don't think he meant that as sexually as it sounded. Or maybe I'm making it more sexual than it is. I'm sure that's exactly what's happening. I think that's always the case. That's always the case. (laughs) Glad to contribute. Hashtag Honey Glazed Ham. Coming in at number nine, Jared Lawrence. I've been watching the live recording of pa- At Pastor's Podcast from November, thinking it was episode 69. Dude, he commented twice. I was like, I don't think he's watching I don't watching remember this. that. Yeah. But he mentioned something about the Muppets, which oh. uh, we, I guess we mentioned in the last two live episodes. Oh, I don't no. know why. No, I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm thinking of John Press. He commented. He was listening to the episode 68 and commenting uh, on our 69th episode. Okay, anyway, he said it was an honor to uh, buy around for At Pastor's Podcast during the most memorable podcast he has ever heard. <laughs> Hashtag more olives, please. More olives, please. Oh, yeah. Drugs. Yeah. Coming in at number eight, uh, Melinda Joy said, I have read many Cosmo sex tips in the past thinking, I know this already. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag auto blow too. Hashtag... <laughs> Honey Clay Sam. Hashtag. <laughs> you stop now. Hashtag, hashtag Brad is a naughty nurse. Like, how am I supposed to explain this to Not my you, wife? Brad. That Different I Brad. That. I, I figured. Other Brad. <laughs> your, your wife's met. You're all a very of us, obedient so. nurse. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You're not a naughty nurse. <laughs> He's a submissive nurse. Yeah. I'm just going to come in and. Is, change it, is your it one or the other? Go home. <laughs> change your seats, take your temperature, and goes away. Least boring. <laughs> Most most boring porn I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm here to change your sheets. Is that a euphemism? No, I'm just get the fuck no, up. I'm here. To, <laughs> I'm just here to change your sheets. <laughs> it's like three minutes long. It's just changing sheets. Brad out. Pickens in changing sheets. <laughs> he does a lot of tantric stretching on there. <laughs> like at the end of the episode, I'm wearing more clothes than I was. <laughs> He's going to get more dressed as the episode goes. Puts on yeah, over- I just need to put on this jacket. Puts on an overcoat and the toboggan. Coming in at number six, Tom Doherty. At Tom Doherty. At uh, Brandon Andrews and at Pastors Podcast. Hell episode was amazing. Has given me a lot to think about, but also made my week brighter. Cool. Thanks, man. Um, coming in at number five, Dan at Polly Named Mindy said as goofy as the 69th episode was i appreciate the questions asked sometimes you feel alone in certain things hashtag carton sex don't explain <laughs> moving on moving on it's uh, most moving on. misspelled uh, searches in pornhub by yeah. state by state yeah i see carton porn yeah, yeah. carton sex lif it's one of them hmm. coming in Porn, porn was another porn, one. Porn was another one. Somebody went to Pornhub and, and then googled porn, <laughs> and then what? Came misspelled up? it. Yeah. You're, pro- you're probably going to get it if you put Google porn at Pornhub. Just saying. 
Maybe you could show a guy just changing somebody's sheets. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming in at number three. No, number four. Um, Abby Kelly at Ask A Kelly. Kelly with K E L L E Y said every single episode, you're all the brothers I wish I had. Funny as hell no, with depth. Yeah, so you say that. Yeah. You haven't been around long enough. You'll learn. I'm a pretty great <laughs> brother, I think. Are you? Eh, mediocre. Yeah. Coming in at number three, um, KDO at KDJane73. These days, I mostly binge. I'm mostly binge listening to At Pastors podcast while playing Spider Solitaire. <laughs> Sounds like a person. Sounds like incredibly <laughs> productive. Productive. productive, productive. Day. Yeah. Yes. A <laughs> L- little bit of ritual in the day. A lot yeah. of That's Spider a Solitaire and, podcast. and podcasting. It's yeah. your moment of zen. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when the Daily Show used to mm-hmm. have the moment of zen? Yeah. They didn't do that with John. What's his face? Did they? John Stewart did it. Oh, he did it? Yeah, he did it. They did it before that. They did it with uh, Craig Kilborn. Oh, did they? Well, they did it with Stewart kept it then. He did Moment of Zen. Hot take Craig Kilborn was a better host. You're drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I just said that to get you fired up. Coming in at number two, uh, Jacob Samson, um, at Jacob underscore Samson, watching at Pastors Podcast episode 69, and I'm already unsure how I'm supposed to drink whiskey without choking on it. (laughs) Just have to drink it faster. (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. Hold on. Go ahead. Coming in at number one. Got to have a sound effect, man. Ian Irving at Batman Villain. Man, I don't know why I chose this as number one. I, I regret it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's from Ian, so it's our Irish friend. Yeah, so yeah. I see. Yeah. I guess vaccines aren't the only thing you stick in somebody that you are accused of causing autism. Wow. Yeah. We were... Joke last week that my dick causes causes dudes autism. Hashtag yes. my dip, yeah. dick causes autism. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have put that one as number one. No, probably should no. have. <laughs> probably should you just. You could have forgotten that happened. Probably should have just deleted that one, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I have to uh, go home and take a shower. <laughs> Do you have and mouthwash? Slaughter that? a cow <laughs> and puncture my eardrums. <laughs> and maybe, maybe by the end of all that. <laughs> You guys will forget about Matt's dick's magic powers. Uh, My dick is a magic wand, according to last you know, week's podcast. 20 years from now, Jude <laughs> will be listening to these podcasts, and he'll be explaining that to his therapist. Uh, well, among other things, for us, I mean, my kids are probably yeah. fucked as it is, so... Yeah. yeah. Wait, your kids, I mean. Sorry. <laughs> Elijah was going to make your Father's Day card, and he forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Typical son. It was going to have macaroni. It's got like a macaroni heart on it. Freaking kids, man. They don't care anymore. <laughs> Closing time. Cl- time? Time. Time. What? Time. Yes. Read us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Write a review on iTunes. We'll read your review right here. Especially if it mm-hmm. says something about Joshua Casey or Brad Pickens. Mm-hmm. Write something about Brad Pickens. I'll, s- I'll send him an email telling him about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll send him a letter. You're going to print it off and mail it yeah, to we'll me mail then. It to you. Yeah. Uh, delivered by horse. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, the very strong there's a lot of Amish. community. Yeah, yeah, there's a strong yeah. Amish community down yeah, there. There is. Yeah, I see Amish. Check out our website, ingloriouspastards.com. Um, and uh, what's your website again? Farmhousemission.org. Yep. Far- the farmhouse or just farmhouse? Farmhouse. I think just farmhousemission.org. Farmhousemission.org. I rarely Google myself. That's also a new porn. <laughs> While you're after you're done making the bed, you're just on the. the, the <laughs> just googling myself. Your, your your legs are crossed in the air. Yeah, I'm just googling. 
just move on. I don't <laughs> even know where you. I wasn't even paying <laughs> attention. So. Pauline Matt. Oh, at Pauline Matt. Yeah. Oh, um, support. No, 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 wait for it. Oh. Um, <laughs> See, Casey confused me. Josh, do you <laughs> have something right. to direct people to? No. no. Uh, yeah, yeah, your blog. What's your blog? Are uh, you telling people your blog? Yeah, Joshua MKC dot blogs. No dot WordPress dot com. I think it's WordPress. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, send me a link in on Facebook and I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's good. good. It's good writing. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, last um, one was about my first Pride Parade. Yeah, that I went to. Oh, that was a lot nice. of fun. Yeah, how was that by the way? That was. Did you go to India or Seymour? Awesome. Did you see the actual Indy. parade? No, I got there too late oh. for that. Um, oh, the parade! I really, awesome. I was really sad. I, I yeah. had work earlier in the day, but I, um, my friend Bonnie and I went up and and we, um, you know, walked around the festival and, mm-hmm. and hung out and then um, helped man the. Um, the Episcopal church tent. It was, it was kind of representing all the churches within the beltway. And it was really cool. I mean, the experiences that I had just being there as well as seeing how people interacted with us and how having a church there changed the space. Yeah. Not, not in a positive way until like they would talk to us. Yes. It was in a negative yeah, yeah, yeah. way. And then they would talk to you and like, okay, maybe this isn't, but it was really good. So that was the last post. Anyway. I took my son to a, uh, to a, the pride, uh, in Seymour, Indiana. No, in it's Spencer. Yeah, Spencer. Spencer I heard they have a really good good festival. It's a good, it's a good, really good family one. Yeah. The the one at Indy Pride. Well, it's less family. Less family oriented. Well, I don't know. I mean, like for gay families, I mean, it's probably. I don't know. For, I don't know for people. There's a lot more assless chaps in Indy. Yeah. Yeah. There. there There's a lot of skin. There's more assless chaps in Indy. There's less in. Yeah. Yeah. It was was interesting. It's a little more. Let me just say, it's a little more free in. There were several and unrestrained in, in Indy than it is Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. At the Spencer one, there were several turds. I think uh, at least four. Uh, well, and there's a uh, there's one eight. in Bloomington near the end of August. Yes. So you know. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe you have a turd booth. The, the, that- the Spencer one is if you've never been to one, the Spencer one's a good place to start. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, that's where I took my son. My yeah. son went to the. That's a good place to start. That's really cool. If my, you if you want the full blown pride experience, the Indy one is where to go. Like yeah. that's yeah. that's everything. I mean, you're but gonna see see it all there. So Puddle Glum did see his first drag show. So yeah. there's got that. Oh, we've seen. seen we did drag too. Show. I know right. we did. I took <laughs> I took Matt to his first drag show. <laughs> uh, it was at Dick's Last Resort on Beale Street. Is that what it was called? Yeah, in in Memphis, Tennessee. And we saw uh, Star Queen, Star Queen, um, yeah. do a drag show, and she was very curious as to why Matt was not drinking. Yeah, oh. um, yeah, I was still in Bible college at the time yeah. and not drinking. That was great. Yeah, that was really, a mistake. Really regret that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I made up for him. And by and by show, I mean it was her telling dirty limericks and making fun of people. It was, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely That's fantastic. Drag- I've been to well, we quite walked, a few. Well, we walked into the bar. There was actually a blues band playing, <laughs> like for the first five minutes. For the first five minutes, and then they stopped, and it was this drag, this drag right. show. So yeah, right. I've been to. A- and when you say that she was making fun of people, she was making fun of you mostly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got my uh, hair pulled by a uh, person in drag one time at a drag show. Yeah. It was, it was nice. Very nice. <laughs> it, was a, it was a pleasant experience. It was. It was very pleasant. So yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, I've been to a few, and I had fun. Awkward fun every time. Yeah. So it's good to be awkward. Yeah. It's a good experience. I. I. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I'm glad you got to go because that was that was one of the cooler things we ever did with the church. Yeah. No, set that up, was set up a booth there. That was something I was hoping to be able to, to yeah. do. You know. Yep. It was fun. Support for this podcast comes from listeners like you at patreon.com slash podcast. Support us on Patreon to join the Pastors Pub. Get bonus content. Buy us around. You, you have an NPR voice now. Like, and for I know. the last like, five episodes. And even help shape the content of this show. 
show. Uh, last week we talked to Stephanie Rice in the mm-hmm. pub. Um, this week we will be talking to um, Nathan Miller West. Oh, nice! Yeah, one of our early supporters. Yeah, he's he's the guy who wrote our her mm-hmm. wrote he designed our logo. Mm-hmm. Several logos the, actually, both the pub and uh, the our one that you're logo. looking at in yeah. iTunes. So yep, and gave us glasses and yeah, he's business awesome. cards, stickers, and, and, and yeah, yeah. We need to do another round of. Uh, Business uh, cards. Uh, We've had of a bunch of membership membership cards. cards yeah. Yeah. Business cards. Yeah, membership my, cards. My membership card does say Malkovich on it. Does it? Does it says it? Mr. Malkovich nice. on it. Nice. Hashtags. What do we got? I got a bunch. I got a bunch. Uh, let's start. Let's start with Pickens. I did, I did not participate. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. Uh, what, hash- I don't know what a hashtag is. <laughs> What's a hashtag? They don't have those on LinkedIn. <laughs> no. So it's like the it's like the number sign, and then it's like a catchphrase after it. Oh. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's generally like, pointless, but it's fun. It's the funnest part of the show. Uh, hashtag can't get that eggplant out of my mouth. The funnest part of the show. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag I can't look at pineapple. <laughs> hashtag show you my little turtle. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. Hashtag podcast safe word. <laughs> I'm kind of fond of that one, actually. Uh, hashtag tale as old as time. I don't, I don't remember what that was from. Time. I don't remember what that reference was from. I say it quite often yeah, about yeah. stupid shit. Hashtag anthropological throat clearing. <laughs> Hashtag I'm a That ve- also happens at, uh, <laughs> during Pickens porn. <laughs> Stop it. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Why? Jeez. Hashtag I'm a human metronome. <laughs> Hashtag I have strip clubs everywhere. <laughs> Hashtag travel center travel center Valhalla. <laughs> Hashtag we're big in monasteries. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Rambone. <laughs> Hashtag I didn't write that joke. <laughs> and hashtag got my hair pulled at a drag show. <laughs> True story. Yep. What do you got, Casey? Uh, hashtag Mike's hard. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> you might as well quit. <laughs> I don't think that's going to get touched. Uh, that's already a hashtag for something else. Oh, uh, sure. Hashtag uh, stay for the Romanian sauce. <laughs> hashtag pineapple. Hashtag travel, travel center Valhalla. Tra- hashtag consensual link up. <laughs> Hashtag Rambo Baptist. Uh, hashtag Klofka's fine, but you have to have an umlaut over the A. Mm. Uh, hashtag most boring porno. Hashtag I rarely Google myself. <laughs> hashtag more assless chaps in indie. And hashtag puddle glum at pride. Yeah. Yeah. I've got uh, hashtag spirit fruit. <laughs> um, hashtag Lenny's dad. <laughs> Hashtag negative 14 shits given. <laughs> Hashtag it's a snapper. <laughs> what is that for? About the turtle. turtle. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, are you rethinking your life? Uh, oh, man. Hashtag uh, pineapple eggplant. And uh, hashtag T-Rex and for Jesus. Oh, you need to have a have a warning before you go into the hashtags to not drink anything else until the hashtags oh, are done. Yes. 
I don't know what you got. I'm kind of um, <laughs> I'm I like all of this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the pineapple one has to be used, or or you know pub pa- pub uh, safe word or something like that. Podcast safe word. <laughs> Stay for the Romanian sauce was. Stay. That's not a bad one either. Stay for the Romanian <laughs> sauce. I'm afraid I would use Rambone, but I'm pretty sure that's probably. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's already I'm taken. pretty sure that's a thing, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Rambone 2. Pineapple Express. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what, about, what about pineapple, pineapple, pineapple? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> um, I really like uh, It's a Snapper. <laughs> I really like it's a snapper. Uh, um, I'm fine with that one. Uh, what do you say, Pickens? What do you got? I actually found a little snapping turtle in my driveway this morning. And it's I fate. Took it in and uh, was explaining its features Cook, to my it, daughter. It ate it. No, I, I was showing Hazel how not to get bit by it. Yeah, um, like stick your finger in its mouth. Yeah, don't yeah. do that. Really stick anything. It was in cute. Mouth. It was a little tiny one. Yeah. Like they get uglier as they get older. Yes, they do. Yeah, they, they do. do. They're nasty. Yeah. yeah. Let's not get us any closer to a hashtag. But <laughs> cool story. <laughs> cool story, bro. Um, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Was that not a hashtag that no, I just did? Not, no, it's not. Wait. <laughs> it's uh, not. Hashtag, I did a hashtag. I just, wait, hold on. Hashtag, I just found a snapping turtle in my driveway this morning. <laughs> and I took it in and I showed it to my daughter uh, so that she could see the markings on it. And it, they're kind of cute when they're little. But when they get bigger, they're ugly. Hashtag. I think it might be too long. Wait, do you have to say hashtag no, at the have end, too? No, to just the hashtag. You don't have to, just the first one. Just okay. one hashtag, yeah. All right, do you want me to do it again with just no, the first hashtag? No, we're good. We got it. Pineapple. Pineapple. <laughs> Three pineapples. Uh, All right, let's do pineapple, pineapple, pineapple. That's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, so if you've listened to this epitode, epitode. episode. <laughs> I'm just done, like, reptiles, man. What do you expect? <laughs> If you've listened to this episode, <laughs> reptiles. Epitodes. That might be the hashtag. Epitodes. Dude, let's do that. Epitodes. Is it with an A? T O A D? Yeah. 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 E P I T O A D. So if you've. <laughs> If you've listened to this episode in its entirety, hit us up on social media with the hashtag epitode. <laughs> if you want to make it crazy, do... Uh, uh, never mind. Do Just do epitode. Epitode. E-P-I-T-O-A-D. This will make the guy who's always saying we have the best hashtags in the... In the, this part. Oh, part. Anyway, hit us up on social media. Um, at Pastors Podcast. Um, <laughs> I didn't see your point me. At the Jane Casey. At Polly named Matt. What? Send smoke signals. <laughs> <laughs> Since all, all uh, tweets. What's, what's Twitter? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, and then at MJ Basinger. And then uh, feel free to hit at Polly named Brad and tell him you miss him. He's on vacation, <laughs> so he's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter at Pastors Podcast. Facebook.com slash Pastors Podcast. Uh, we have some stuff going on there. Um, it's where a live video, if you wanted to watch the video of, uh, you know, me, Matt and Brad, uh, 
and Casey. And Casey, but I was saying me, Matt, and Brad. Um, I wasn't invited, so I don't actually get the mention. That's the point. <laughs> no, I was going to say <laughs> that all three of us made jerking off motions oh, in the video true. that somebody ripped and turned them into I gifts. Turned them into a gif, yeah. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, it's pretty yep. pretty special. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Pat- yeah, really. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast. Um, be sure to check out our friends Twisted Sisters. Um, they just had an episode about uh, the way that their views of Scripture have changed. Their 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 perceptions of the Bible have changed. Yeah, so we should do one like that. We should. It's um, changed a bit. I mean, yeah, it has quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I think once we get through nah. what is the Bible, I think that's we yeah. should do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. All right. Hey. Thanks. What? Thanks. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for coming up, man. Thanks for coming yeah, on. You too. Thanks Gage. for having me, man. Yeah, it was fun. Just imagine Pickens. Making the bed. It'll haunt your dreams. <laughs> yes. Slowly putting his overcoat on. Googling himself. <laughs> do you... I like Legs you, crossed. I like when you Google, your, Google yourself. Do you like the, 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 the straight sheets? Do you prefer the fitted sheets? Hospital I can, corners. I can, turn a, I, can say, I can turn a corner like nobody's business. <laughs> Put a little mint on the, on the yeah. pillow? Yeah. And check the bandages. You know, I've never had mints so on my pillows slowly. at your house. Why do I have never had mints on my pillows at your yeah. house? Because you haven't asked. I do. What's wrong with you? <laughs> You've known him like two years, and you know me for like two decades. If you really want the he special treatment, seven. Something you, like that. If you really want the special treatment, just have him tuck in at night. He's, <laughs> he's just as good at tucking you in as he is about making the bed. Yep.